I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I came here with my dick in my hand. Don't make me leave here with my foot in your ass. Be cool and don't worry about how I am ripping this shit. When I'm flipping what I am kicking, nigga, that's just what I do. I'm effervescent and I'm off that crescent. Nastier than a full-grown German shepherd. Motherfucker keeps stepping. Don't fuck with me and they don't. Y'all bitches can't catch me and you won't. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Shake your ass. Show, Show me, me what you're working with. with. Uh, it is so rapey. Yeah, it is. It is a well, rapist. He is a rapist. Yeah. He died, so, I mean, I it makes sense. I mean, it's it's like the end of uh, Usual Suspects with mystical songs. <laughs> all, <laughs> it all makes sense now. But like, who I was, was trying, in that I was video? trying to go my white man voice. I'm hoping that that'll make um, you know, rap music more acceptable to white white people. Then. <laughs> well, you oh, still Lord. said the N word, and uh, I, I know it's I know. okay. It's okay now that okay. you heard it in a rap song. Um, but uh-huh. yeah. So if you guys don't know, I mean, what you you should know. It's Walking Dead Wednesday. Hashtag Day Walking. Time to review that shit. Women History Month. Women's History. And we got my man Justin in the house, aka uh <coughs> let's see, who fucked up the worst this week? Um That's a lot of people let's see. fucked up. Uh let's see. J Starbucks. What's going on, J Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm delivering now. That's yeah. it. So I'm delivering. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel you for like, yeah, I appreciate you. You know, race together. Hashtag. <laughs> Um, I took a picture. I, t- I took a picture from a, a white woman clutching her purse in the elevator, and put it on my put it on Twitter. and just said hashtag race together. Um, hey. <laughs> and then of course we got my man. Um, well, I-, I feel like he doesn't really need an introduction at this part- point because he's been on everything we do, and <laughs> everything. He- and now he's catching up with his seventeen podcasts a week. <laughs> I'm just uh, to learn from the masters, yo. <laughs> you, quit, you quit your regular job? Man, I wish. I'm, just, I'm sitting on the couch today, going, "Fuck, why am I doing this work? I can't keep doing this shit." Mm-hmm. He doing, right. yeah. He he like where uh, where I was, and I was like, I got tree job on. Like mm-hmm. I was working my ass off, dog, for a minute. Um, but it's my man Chris from the Insanity Check Podcast or MovieTrailerReviews.net, which most people probably know him as now because. You know, people go and get their reviews and their opinion and uh, podcasts from movie trailer reviews. Uh, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. I'm chilling, man. How y'all guys? How you guys doing? Great. Good. I have nothing to complain about. I'm glad you can make it, dog. Um, Me too. And I got to say, man, the show's been off the hook, man. I don't think I mm-hmm. got a chance to really tell you this, but... Um, I love um, Hell No Cupid, man. It's great. Right. One of my favorite <laughs> segments. Yeah, like you, uh, you, y'all, like you and John are, are killing it, man. Um, it's like it's like it's a real fresh perspective, and it's funny as shit. Right. Thank you. And the funny thing about it is, we really make it up as we go along. Like, I think the funniest thing that happened last week when I read that long ass profile, and I literally found that profile like maybe thirty minutes before the show. Like, I just happened to be. I'm like, why is her profile so fucking long? I'm reading this on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You, I mean, but you could tell that it's fresh and raw, and then people are checking it out, man. Because like everybody, yeah, uh, you know, everybody loves that that show. In in addition to, of course, you know, the regular shows that y'all do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I and I guess uh, you know, it's been a while since we did the nerd off, but uh, I did want to say, man, uh, PlayStation TV is going live. Um, hmm. That is interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Feels like 
if someone had listened, if people had listened to a certain podcast, mm-hmm. they would have been way ahead of the curve on the PlayStation but, TV. But Rod, listen, nobody cares about that. They just want to play games. It's all about yes, the games. All, it's all, all about the games. All about the games. It's all about, it's all about, about the games, games dog. Just, um, just, just the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also noticed that um, uh, you, uh, I saw you tweeting about the uh, comic books a lot lately. And uh I saw you notice the same thing with the uh um with with the bat girl cover. Yep. Yeah, man. I've been going off on that about a couple of days here and I got to say man, it's really interesting to see people not be able to get this shit. Right. At this point I realize I think people are just not getting it on purpose. Like for instance, I w- I'm not reading bat girl. I saw when I first saw the cover, I didn't think twice about it. I was like, "Oh, okay." Killing joke, got it, whatever, moved on. Then when I saw that people actually got upset by it and read why they were upset by it, I was like, hey, you know what? They actually have a valid reason for, you know, having some problems with that. Then when you hear that the writers and then the artists themselves are going to pull it, I'm like, okay, end of story. And I'm still seeing people argue it. And yeah. I'm like, it's over. Like, you know, DC admitted that they messed up and they probably shouldn't have done it and it wasn't a good look. And how can you not see that? You know, tides are changing. You can't you can't treat minority characters like that anymore, Mm-mm. and it'd be okay. Like I, I don't understand what the problem is. Dog, I like I said, man. I like I picked it up right away, but it's also because I'm reading the book. Mm-hmm. So right. to me, I was like, the fuck. <laughs> like, like as soon as I saw that picture, I was like, nah, man. That like that's a joke. And then you know, and then it was like well, it was a variant cover. So I'm like, wait, it's not even like standalone artwork. Like, cause I could understand right. that, like, oh, this is, uh, something that some artists wanted to have their take on. It has nothing to do with the current stories, man. Oh. They could have easily, and uh, I think people have pointed this out before, cause I think they've done it with Jason Todd. They could have easily switched to places, had her holding Joker with the mm-hmm. gun, and instantly you're, you're paying, you know, you're, you're bringing up the killing joke, but you're showing her in a position of power. Fixes everything, you know? Yep. You get the same artwork, same look. But you're, cha- you're you're moving her from being just a a damsel in distress, which we're getting away from with women characters, and mm-hmm. she hasn't been. So I don't see why you know how you cannot see that you know. And it's yeah. like, like I said, hey, at some point uh, the pe- problem I'm having now is the people that won't even admit that it's a problem. They're going, oh right. well, it's just outrage culture, or yeah. it's just we're you know what's next. And I'm like, you guys are completely fucking missing the point. Exactly, man. If it would have been some black shit, if nigga, if the latest Captain America would have had an alternate cover of Snap Wilson, (laughs) my timeline would be furious with mad black nerds, man. Like, why they always got to do this to us? Right. And it's just just the way they they made her look and everything on that. You gotta you gotta you gotta see this. It's a problem. It's like when people go, I don't see the problem with the Spider Girl cover. I'm like, really. Right. Really? The Spider-Woman? I'm like, come on. You don't see how that's overly sexual. Well, Spider-Man's in the same position. No, he's no, not. No, he he's not. hanging out. He right. don't, he don't like, have a thong up his ass. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, it's like if you don't, if, I'm okay with people going, hey, I don't see it. I don't care. Then fine. Then you just say if it doesn't bother you, move on. But people are just acting like it's a, an attack on art, like God was in my mention today. It's an attack on art. I just have a different feeling on art. I was like, they don't put naked pictures on variant covers. Right. Right. Like, there's yeah. rules to this shit, right. all right? Dude, sweaty-ass balls ain't in the front seat. Right. Too. There's never been one dick print in all of comic book history. Right. right. And, and, and I know, because I would have been <laughs> disgusted. You know what exactly. I mean? Well, so, you know, the, <laughs> it makes the, sense. 
And, and the last thing I'll say on this one is the thing that really just makes me so mad about this is end of the day as a as 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 a guy who grew up in comics and you know was a nerd and you know hearing all the nerds complain about how there's not enough women reading comic books and not enough women you know nerds and things like that to me it always seems like you guys grew up saying this and now when Marvel DC and all these other content providers are making ends to appeal to women while not really damaging you know what we grew up with i mean it's still a good story still a good book just changing costumes or changing the way the covers look, you guys are now complaining. It's like, what do you want? Do you, do you want women involved in this shit or you, do you not? It's like you can't have it both ways. It's total lip service, man. It's like those loser dudes who always say, like, I just want to go to Comic-Con and I don't ever see enough women there. How come mm-hmm. there's no women at Comic-Con? It's like, okay, so cool. We're going to make a, a, a effort to try to appeal to women to get more women involved in this type of uh, fiction and you know give them representations of themselves that they want to look up to and they would like to see as heroic um but we don't want to ever like listen to them right right you know what i mean like oh you got an opinion about how we did this? oh no fuck you oh, get the right. fuck out this is man territory back to back to us being 40 year old virgins you know get I mean? back in the kitchen right, right. shit is crazy right yeah. th- th- that's one thing when you get frustrated and then uh they have uh a, actually woman's comic con where it's just nothing but women and it was just beautiful because it's one of those things where it's sad where you go, okay, I can be here and be safe. And, you you know, you won't get the articles coming out about, you know, I was out and a hundred, you know, dudes just smacking my ass and all this shit while I'm on the floor. Yeah. But, well, um, but, um, what's but, um, funny but, is they've done a great job to address a lot of that stuff. Not that I'm which sure. Which is good. I'm sure some still is going to slip through the cracks or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're really, Comic-Con was so proactive on that shit, like shutting that shit down. And you got, instead of dudes being like, yeah, man, good. We made a safer environment for women, for the booth babes and for all this shit. Cool. I'm glad now we get to still have fun and women will be around. Niggas was like, no, they changed too much. Yeah, I I'll never, I'll never get over the people. Like, this is how you know nerd are nerd when you complain about booth babes. It's like, right. so let me get this straight. You're mad that women in scanty clad clothes are sitting next to your favorite comic book characters. Right. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Just you, you mad that you can't snap a picture of her ass when she's not looking. Like, Without her and, and then she'll let you snap one if you just ask her. Right. You could have walked up and said, hey, I like your costume, man. I take a picture with you. And she would have said, yes, that's, you know, that's kind of what I'm here for. Right. But you mad because Comic-Con got a rule like, hey, man, can you like not snap her picture of her ass when she like bends over to pick something up? Right. What? Oh, hell no. This See, this is the problem with women. I'm like, dude, I hate y'all. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, man. Um, let me first things first say uh, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. See us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five-star reviews. We love those. And if we love the review, we'll read it on the air. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. A lot of light skinned people and dark skinned people have been fighting lately. Well, they ah, have ah. a razor that will bring us all together. Cause no matter what your skin is, the hair is still angry field negro hair and it needs to be shaved down 
<laughs> go to getbevel.com today use code tbgwt you get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and then uh we're also brought to you by shadow dog productions that's right um shadow dog productions has audio play uh albums they're on itunes one of them stars some people you know me and karen mm-hmm. go check out the best of rod and karen it's on itunes and uh we're famous professional audio play voice actors and you get to hear a selection of uh hits such as fries mm-hmm. and directing shit um and i think you guys will enjoy it listen to karen cuss me out uh listen to me get cussed out mm-hmm. uh listen to my white surfer voice rap freestyle that is a real thing that happened yes it is um and i think you guys will enjoy it so uh the best of rod and karen it's on itunes from shadow dog productions thank you so much now let's get to what you guys really came here for because you don't give a fuck about our opinions on this nerd shit probably right um well i did have a question oh sure go ahead y'all get y'all sag on course screen actors guild um nah i think that's like a union you got to join out in california and pay dues and shit but doing voiceovers though i thought it was automatic like once you do a certain amount of acting jobs and voiceovers Um, count as acting to me you know what man i'll look into that yeah if i said dexter would know yeah i'll look into that but if you just cost me thousands of dollars then no (laughs) (laughs) them niggas like yeah pay your dues i'm gonna be like oh hold up i'm not making that much no Um, no that that was uh that was my uh cousin insidious prime right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but let's get to uh what you guys are here for day walking That's right. Only two weeks left. Aww. Only two weeks left. It goes by so fast. This is episode 14 right. of uh, season five of The Walking Dead entitled Spend. Directed by Jennifer Lynch. Written by Matthew Negrete. Or Negrete. Um, and uh, in this episode, Father Gabriel is still torn over his guilt about uh you know being a survivor being a bitch-ass motherfucker bitch-ass nigga. I um, just being typical dark skin i thought y'all was used to he's kind of light to me <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like yeah. gabriel's kind of like <laughs> you, you, yeah. you giving yeah. him us uh, i'm just saying <laughs> you, you brought up the skin color i wasn't even <laughs> alone but you're trying to give him the... like in the middle yo he, he that, that's why he can't decide right now he doesn't yeah. know what he want to be he don't right he, he don't even know like he feel guilty for being light skinned, so he counts himself as uh, dark. He's not light skinned, but yeah, he's pretty... I'll take him based on acting skills. Um, so <laughs> Father Gabe is there. Um and uh the survivors have a couple missions. They've run out of uh of energy basically, energy boxes for their um grid, their power grid. They need to go get some resupply some. So they gotta go on a run. Meanwhile, um abraham is searching for his purpose now that he's you know in alexandria and um father gabriel is conflicted about surviving and what else is going on um oh and carol is hanging out with sam uh as always let's i would like to get you guys general impression of the episode i'll start first with you karen did you like this episode of course i did 
Of course you did. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm very simple to please. Mm-hmm. Justin, did you like this episode? Uh, I initially didn't like it because okay. of the ending um, when one of the characters died. But then I remembered it's not Black History Month. So I, then I was like, hmm, <laughs> excellent episode. Yeah, it's women's history. Ah. Excellent. So the women were safe this week. So I was okay with it. Uh, and uh, Chris, what about you? How would you feel about the episode? Uh, this is actually one of my favorite uh, Walking Dead episodes so far of any of the seasons. Yeah, I feel weird every week coming on here being like yeah this is one of my favorite episodes but <laughs> this season has been really good i mean that's why i'm saying it's like this is this has been a really because it's we'll get into it but it, it's it's just everything's coming together mm-hmm. from where we used to be at but this season has been just really hitting me man yeah it was awesome man um so yeah i enjoyed it as well lots of action which was one of the reasons like you know every week it feels like a new show you know and this one had a lot of action in it and uh a lot of subterfuge going on, man. We'll we'll go into the blow by blow. Um, I guess uh, first things first. Um, Gabriel is walking with what looks to be like cookie sheet paper in his hand, uh, walking into a church, and um, he has a Bible there, and he places the cookie sheet paper on the Bible. What do y'all think that cookie sheet paper is for? He ain't want his handprints. On anything. on anything i don't know he's weird man he like is... is it a way to keep your place can you read through the cookie sheet i think maybe that was it because i was i looked i tried to think i don't i spent way more too much time thinking about it i was just like fuck was he doing anyway mm-hmm. um so maybe, maybe that's what even... catholic preachers use to keep their place like a, a see-through bookmark Dang. almost maybe so it looked like he had a storefront church when he walked in there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well you know you gotta make do Karen um so uh gabe goes to look at his bible he looks over and someone named rosemary has given him a basket full of strawberries and it says we are so lucky to have you father or something like that signed rosemary um and i was like gabe gonna eat all them strawberries in the attic by himself and lock, <laughs> lock all the other people out mm-hmm. um, he was like finally i got enough food to survive for the winter mm-hmm. oh, was it that woman's name, Rosemary, that he had was in that picture with? I was thinking that, or maybe, you know, Catholics use Rosemary. And somebody said that that was wax paper. They said that you use it to, uh, fix, to fix pages. Oh, okay. Is that what you do? Okay. I did not know that. Then Thank then, you. Then why would he rip the pages out? Well, he, he I think he felt guilty when he saw that we're so lucky to have you. Mm-hmm. He started thinking like, no, y'all ain't. We crazy. And, I think uh, no, I think he was crazy. one of those preachers. You know those those doom and gloom hellfire mm-hmm. preachers. I think he was one of those kind of preachers where now he's just oh, I'm going to hell and you you guys are all going to hell because you're worse than I am. It's just he's yeah. He's terrible. like remember when he said the shit a couple of weeks ago about Catholics having hair shirts and suffering because to atone for their sins. He seems mm-hmm. like the kind of nigga that would wear a hair shirt. Like mm-hmm. like that he seems like the kind of priest that would be in um that terrible Tom Hanks movie, The Da Vinci Code. Mm. Um, yes. Oh, tor- torturing himself and shit. Oh, don't remind me of that terrible I'm sorry, Ken. Sorry. Wow. It was relevant. Um so uh Noah starts having early morning meetings with uh Reg to talk about basically learning how to be an architect and build things around the uh around alexandria like new houses and reinforce the fence 
We should have known. We should have fucking known. Like, I'm not going to lie. They they got me. I should have known. Right. They got me, too. Because I was like, oh, he going to be useful. I was like, oh, he going to be building shit. Like, that's what my mind was. He was building shit. You know, he going to be doing things. And after he seen what happened to, you know, his family with them not securing the walls, he was like, I got to learn how to do something. He even said, uh, one day when I'm your age to Reg, who's old as shit. (sighs) And right. Red, Red was like, by the time you're my age, I'll be gone. And then Red was like, well, shit, man, you want to, uh, you know, this is a good idea. So he pulled out a notebook and started writing in it. And Noah said, what's that for? And he said, well, I'll write everything down, you know. Um, and he said, matter of fact, you need to start writing everything down, too. So he, uh, I don't know what that sound was. Anyway, so he took, um, oh, that's what that was. All right, let me close this shit. Um, he took, uh, uh, now I lost my place. The notebook. He took a page out of it. And I think on that page he had written, this is one smart nigger. And <laughs> then he gave the notebook to, uh, to, uh, Noah. Oh, and also, and I, I think that him saying he wrote everything down, I think is going to come into play at some point where somebody's going to find it and read and find out something that's happened there. Because if you write everything down, I'm pretty sure you write down all the events that happened there also. Yeah. They just need to look at the videotapes. I don't, I mean, I'd like for them to show, and maybe they will, um, Maggie, since she in there, uh, maybe looking at the videotapes and seeing some disturbing shit. Yeah, maybe. That's it. You, you know, the crazy thing about it is I don't even think it'll be disturbing. Because you know what? I'm beginning to realize exactly how this group survived. Mm-hmm. They're fucking cowards. Yeah. <laughs> and well, they're purely lucky. Well, that's kind yeah, of disturbing they're too. Cowards. They're, they they're, didn't leave anybody who like they're not going to sacrifice themselves for anybody, mm-hmm. and so that's why they keep needing people because they keep losing people. Right. Well, Alex, Alexandria is like when I go see my little niece play basketball on her basketball team. <laughs> like they get to walk, right? Get to dribble. travel. You can't steal beyond half court. Um, you know, there's no out of bounds. That confused the fuck out of me when I went to go watch them play. Yeah, and that's Alexandria. And then Rick's crew is from the west side, and they've been playing recreational basketball to keep them <laughs> off the streets and out of games. Right. And they good as shit. And, and threes. Yeah, Alexandria is out there watching them like, but you only dribble with one hand. It's like, yeah. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to do it, motherfucker. <laughs> you um, can't double team. What are you talking about? Yeah, you stole the ball. Yeah. That's what that's the goal of the game. Um, no, it's not the goal to have fun, guys. Right. <laughs> but we we're all supposed to get trophies. No bitch, just me. <laughs> right. Um so uh um Abe woke up in the morning with Rosita's fine ass laying in the bed and he looked himself in the he could barely look at himself in the mirror. Washed his face, then looked himself in the mirror again. And I took this scene as he was trying to say that he was kind of lost without having a purpose. Right. Um, and he, you know, he just needs to, uh, he needs to get a purpose, man. He's just not a guy who's good without a mission. And I think ever since he punched Eugene's lights out, he really just haven't, hasn't had a mission. He's just been going day to day. Yeah, right. since his he wife was- left. His wife left. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that too, like, since then, he, because Rosita just is um, 
you know, what's the chick after you break up the the next person that come along? The rebound? Yeah, she's just the rebound chick, so he really don't care about her. She like she's not fulfilling his needs. Whereas everybody else been like shit, you got that fine ass woman in the zombie apocalypse and everybody else out here lonely. Wait. And you tripping? And, and mm-hmm. his family didn't just leave, didn't they? They left and died? Yep. Right. I mean, yeah. immediately. They but, made it like five feet. That's <laughs> because right. they left, so, which was stupid. I was like, I think you take a left by the zombies. Oh, oh shit. Right. The it, zombies, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, he's just he's he's all fucked up. And so like he, he was gonna kill himself before Eugene showed up. So right. once, once that was over, he's kinda just been like, Man, I don't I don't got what what the fuck? And I you think know? Rosita likes him a lot, but I don't think it's reciprocated. Like, I feel like he's like, I only love my wife and she's dead. I will take this pussy <laughs> as a nice consolation prize, but this ain't love. You know, I'm just living my life till I can die. Um, so yeah, so A was there. Um, then they talk about this mission they gotta go and get these like micro inverter boxes to replace in the grid so the power can go on because the grid's been acting up. And Eugene's the only one who really knows how to install them or what they look like. And Eugene was like, here's what they look like. Have a nice trip. Y'all, y'all be safe out there. Don't, don't do nothing I wouldn't do. And, uh, Noah's like, here's a gun, man. You need to come with us. Right. And he was like, for what, man? I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And Aiden was like, no, the shit needs to be right. And he said, the shit will be right. I will install said shit and the grid <laughs> will be fully operational again. Uh, and they basically was like, man, get your ass no, in the car. We'll get out here and bring the wrong shit back. Nope, you coming. Clue number two in foreshadowing. Noah, as he's packing up the van for them to get ready to go, is talking with Tara, the big teddy lesbian lady. And she's like, so I saw you talking to Holly last night. What's up with that? And he was like, oh, you know how players do, girl. You know what I'm saying? Keep that shit with yourself, dog. Um... And then she was like, stop trying to play with me. Don't like tell me the details. All right. So I'm like, damn, Noah got a secret love interest now. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I um, think with the way he played her off, I was like, he must not be in the white women. Yeah. <laughs> and I was surprised because, you know, for Belf, he was going to go all out. Right. He must have really did it because they was friends. Yep. Um, he was like, well, she, well, she is, you, you know, uh, Tara is a lesbian, so maybe he was thinking like he just didn't have a chance. I don't know. No, I, you know, I watched on um, Love and Hip Hop New York. Apparently, lesbians can change their mind when they feel like it. Okay. Not to mention, I, I think oh, I think Lord. she's still trying to get in there with uh, Glenn and Maggie. So I do too, man. <laughs> I feel like she's working that <laughs> angle. Mm-hmm. And Glenn don't see it yet. He's, no, he he's, doesn't. He's too stupid now. At first, I thought he saw it, but he don't see it. Um. So Glenn kisses um Maggie goodbye, and then Deanna tells Aiden and uh, Deanna and Reg tell Aiden to be careful out there. He's like, you be careful in here. Ha 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 ha. I have RTC training. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> I was on color guard one time. Right. And then Deanna basically think, uh, because Aiden's like, come on, let's go guys. And Glenn kind of gave, looked at the van like, <sighs> this is going to be a trip. Like these, these niggas. Um, and Deanna was like, thank you to, to Glenn's face. And Glenn was like, yeah, no problem. And I felt like that thank you was actually still thanking him for punching Aiden in the face two weeks ago. Me too. Mm-hmm. And yep. it made me realize at that moment, Aiden's probably never had a whooping. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I think he just only had time out. Yeah. yeah. Like, Reg don't look like the whooping type. Oh, no. 
Oh, you know Resident Evil do them. He's just like, well, can we just, well, it, it's okay. Boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. We'll have a nine o'clock meeting about this, young man. <laughs> I'm going to write this. I'm writing it down in my notebook. I, I'm writing it down. You son of a gun. Yeah, in, in that notebook is, um, he, he wrote down, uh, the name of their lawyer because, uh, uh, Aiden was in SAE, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aiden's he definitely. He doesn't like he was a member of that group. Um, so then they also have techno music in the van. By the way, low key blackest moment of the, of the show. Noah's face when the techno music came on. I don't blame him. I was like, what the fuck is this? He really was like, this motherfucker, dog, really? And we gotta listen to this shit bump? I guess it's better than playing rap with the N-word, cause it would've been awkward. You know, would they have sang along with it? I don't know. Oh, oh, Aiden and them definitely would have. Yeah, they would have been over in front like, Jigga! (laughs) My nigger! Right, Noah, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, Give give me some pound, guys. Give me some pound. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Gabe, uh, like when the van pulls off, you, you can see to the side, Gabe is actually standing there looking at Deanna and Reg. But Maggie's with them. And he kind of gave them like a little wave, and it was like, "Hey, Gabriel," and he was like, "Hey," and you could tell he wanted to snitch then, mm-hmm. yeah, but he didn't have the balls yet, and he walked away with, with his Bible there. that was missing pages. Oh, he still, yeah. he still had that in his hand. Yeah, he still had the Bible in his hand. Mm-hmm. Front ass nigga, you don't even got pages in there no more. Anyway, uh, so uh, Jesse. Had her owl sculpture vandalized, and Rick just happened to be walking, walking by, by the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this nigga, you're reminded he shaved his beard and became, you know, bad cop all of a sudden. Yo, he became like a Ferguson cop once he shaved his beard. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, oh my god, <laughs> he came out with his dick in his hand. Yeah, he did. Uh, so he walked in and was like, uh, "What happened here?" And she was like, I don't know, shit like this don't normally happen here. Somebody fucked up my sculpture. Um, he was like, well, I'll look into it. And she was like, that's your job now? <laughs> he was like, well, shit, you know, you ever heard of broken window theory? And I was like, oh, man, this is so bad for Noah and Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> like, these niggas better stay off the streets, man. Right. Do you, ma'am, do you have any, uh, uh, Jesse, do you have any more Negroes here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever heard of the stop and frisk theory? Yeah. I mean, I know that the, we, we got two Negroes ourselves, but they're, they're the good ones. You got any other ones that we have? We should just get them all registered. Yeah. What about that lady that was trying to talk to Sasha at the party? What, what's her deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was advocating a broken window part policy, which is, if the windows are whole in the community, then the community is whole. Um, I'm like, whatever. And then I noticed that uh, in this scene, she wasn't trying to seduce this dude. Mm-mm. And I feel like that kind of goes to a point towards what I was saying last week is I don't think Jesse is actively trying to like pursue him, pursue Rick. Mm-mm. I think she, when he kissed her cheek, she gave him the, Man, you better stop playing. Look, you know the the, the good kind of like boy. <laughs> stop fucking around. But I don't think she actively is like I'm gonna get this dick. You know what I'm saying? So um, when he came through, they were basically by themselves. He was talking to her. He had Evelyn. She had Evelyn enough time to to say something. And I noticed she picked up something off the ground, and you could like kind of see down her shirt from the camera angle. But 
rick wasn't even looking and i feel like that was trying to make us feel like you know she's a sexual object kind of like look at them titties she didn't think twice because you know sometimes as being a woman you try to be aware of that but sometimes not trying funny shit just drops <laughs> yeah and i feel like if they wanted to illustrate that she was being a seductress she'd like put her hand on his shoulder something you know something more than just like maybe some innuendos yeah. well, not only that when we find out more about <clears throat> her husband and yeah. that he's kind of an abuser that's even more reason for her to kind of reach out to you know, this new guy rick who's a who's a, you know more dangerous mm-hmm. as a cop now yeah he i don't even ample- i didn't even get the vibe she might be a black widow you know what i mean right that's what i'm saying so it's like she could have done she could even done that but she i don't i don't get that like i've seen that kind of stuff on the shows and i just don't see it yeah um so all tc boy and his coward friend nick uh are uh at this at the facility where they're gonna get the micro inverters and uh they were like um all right let's do it and uh glenn's like well we probably need to scout around the perimeter because we need to find a way in and Nick goes, we had a way in through the front. And Aiden, remembering the weight of that punch on his face, is like, right. let's listen to Glenn on this one. Right. He, <laughs> he might know what he's talking about, dog. Yeah. I, you know, I was shocked Glenn spoke up. I thought he was going to be like, all right, y'all go ahead and go through the front. We'll go ahead and sweep the perimeter while y'all go through the right. front. <laughs> I thought that's what he was going to do is just let whatever happens to them happen. Glenn too good of a person for that. Right. Glenn, um. Uh, May honorarily just was like, I'm going to be the group leader. Like, mm-hmm. don't nobody ask. I'm the group leader because uh, when y'all was out here, niggas was dying. So uh, Tara and Eugene, they split into pairs. Noah and Chris, I mean, Noah and Glenn, um, Tara and Eugene, and then Nick and uh, Aiden. Uh, Tara and Eugene basically have a talk about Eugene being a coward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tara said, look, man, it's time you start pulling your weight. And he and he tried to spin that shit on some Fox News like, well, if it wasn't for my, if it wasn't for me, we wouldn't have got to DC. And she was like, nigga, you was lying. Number one and two, we we got you here. Like your punk ass didn't do shit. Right. And he was like, well, still that lie about the possibility of DC is what got us here. I'm like, first of all, y'all in Alexandria, okay? I got I got Google, I got MapQuest. That's not the same as DC. Mm -mm. Yep. Uh, Two. More black people. Yeah, more way more black people. Number two, um, your ass still didn't do shit. Mm. Like you lucky to be alive, man. Right. And then she basically called him on that and was like, "Damn, dog, you really just gonna defend being a coward?" And he said, "Yes, I am. I I told you I was." That's right. He was like, "I ain't got no reason to lie to you, ma'am." Yeah, he was proud of his cowardice, man. I, by the way, I love the job that actor's doing. Mm-hmm. He's killing it. He's killing it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that that kind of was the moment I was like, you know what? I can't be mad at Eugene no more. Nope. Because he owns up to it. You know, he's, he's like, I mean, he was a liar before and stuff like that. But I'm like, now he's just like, I'm a coward. Hey, dog. I was waiting for him to be like, actually, I'm just going to be in the van. Y'all going to have to check the boxes and bring them out to me. And I'm going to tell you yes or no. Well, he's Sean Penn that shit. Like how everybody was mad at Sean Penn, and instead of being like Patricia Arquette trying to like go out and explain it, Mm -mm. he was just like, "I made a fucking racist joke with my friend." So, (laughs) (laughs) like, what y'all gonna do about it? Right? Like, what can you say? Right? You can't. You can't even debate that. You're just like, "All right, you you got it. Good point." Right? You like you a coward? You goddamn right. Oh, 
All right. Well, shit. You want to go check these, uh, check these corners? Um, <laughs> uh, so. Glad that's out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So they, they found a way in. I noticed Glenn went in first again. Instinctually just took point. Um, and, uh, he was like, wait a second. Let's let it make some sound. See if the zombies come. They didn't. Um, Aiden was like, well, let's just go in. We'll move and be careful. Um, they walk around. Glenn doesn't take Glenn long to realize the walkers must be stuck behind something because they're not coming. Right. Um, Aiden, dumbass, speaks up and goes, how do you know? Which, look, man, if you're stupid and you're silent, people will <laughs> assume that you <laughs> might know something. Correct. But if you're stupid and you start asking questions, now we know your dumbass don't know. Obviously, the zombies are attracted to fucking noise. If if they don't come, they must be stuck somewhere. Right, and you hear them. It's like he's like, "Wow, man, you're 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 really smart at this, aren't you?" <laughs> I was like, "This nigga gonna die." Uh, um, I don't know how they live so long. So they found the zombies were behind a fence, and I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw this, and the second time I saw this. Why not stab some zombies through the fence? Bruh. <laughs> Just go ahead and do some, do your, do your early work now. This is like, it's like pre-washing dishes before you put mm-hmm. them in the dishwasher. I know that it's tedious. I know it doesn't always make sense, but the dishes are always clean. True. But, but I guess from their perspective, they was like, Hey, we don't want to waste the ammunition. They was like, cause I, you know, stab them. Yeah. True. True. Just, but just like at the that's prison. what they used to do at the prison. They used to every morning. Go out, stab zombies on the fence. That's that's what I thought to myself. Now yeah, that's true, but but also it's just one, and maybe just my perspective. They was like, look, we're gonna be in and out. We're gonna be quick. They stuck. Why waste our time? Let's find what we need to find and get the. I I feel you, but that's why niggas die. That's why niggas die. Never happened like that on the, this show. Right. Correct. The only the only the only thing I can think of is when they used to do that at the prison. They would stab them at the fence, but they would also move the bodies because if you yeah. leave the bodies there, they stack up and they press against the fence. True. That's the only thing I can think of. If they stab them there, the bodies are still there. Then more zombies come, puts more pressure on the fence and brings it down. That's the All only right. thing I can think of. That was the only thing I could think of as well, but I still was like. Yeah. I mean, I still would have. I, I you got to do your, You got to do Come on, dog. No, I would have stabbed them. They, the, more, the zombies was coming up because that girl was feeding them rats and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before she was doing that, and they was just stabbing them. For a quick mission like that, you can stab them, and you're only stabbing the zombies that's right there. Right. Um, right. You're not stabbing the zombies from outside. So, um, I'm not gonna lie. Personally, if I'm in the zombie apocalypse, I um, uh, and it's maybe I'm just a sick person. I'm never passing an opportunity to zap stab a zombie. Yeah, me too. Uh, just, I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like the uh, DLC for that damn. Um, oh, freedom cry. For freedom cry, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm, old racist slave owners. I'm killing them. I don't care if we take an extra hour yeah. on the mission. Everybody talks about there's not a, not a lot of black people on Walking Dead, but it's almost rarely do you see a black zombie. So as far as I'm concerned, this is just my chance to get back at racist. Yep. So, yeah, I'm always <laughs> stabbing a zombie. I'm I still sorry. don't. You know what, man? Walking Dead needs to reach out to more celebrities to see if they'll do, like, unpaid zombie appearances. That would be dope. Uh, they, <laughs> right? they would. Like, if you could just have, like, a Terrence Howard zombie, like, in the middle of all this shit. <laughs> Like, yo, this zombie got an S curve. Oh, that's that's Terrence Howard. Ah. That would be dope as shit, man. Zombie just walking around going, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Lucius lying out there? Yeah. Nay. Um, so uh, Glenn uh, knew they were stuck, and then they didn't stab him in the head. Um, I was 99% sure that Eugene was lying about those components being in the box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like... 
they about to get all the way up here this nigga gonna say it's the box they gonna open it up it's gonna be some other shit and they gonna be like this nigga was lying again i wonder how he knew because he's never been to dc mm, i don't know well he knew what they were and everybody's like yeah you did it buddy so right around here an armored zombie like the kind they took out of the prison mm-hmm. came through and I said, yes. Yep. Glenn about to get his armor back. <laughs> I yep. was geeked up about it too. Yeah, I was like a small world, man. And they answered one of my things that I suggested last week. Costume walkers. Yeah. Like how come we don't get more? This walker obviously died working at Lowe's. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> food line by Lowe's. Yeah. I, like, I, want the, I want the strip club zombies, yo. Exactly. Yeah. You know, low key that zombie was out of place though. This the armored zombie. Well, see, I was thinking about it because I come. That's why I like the costumes because I come up with a backstory in my mind. I feel <laughs> like the army zombie, the army dude, locked those people in that gate, and they turned mm-hmm. into zombies. And they he was supposed to be there to uh you know to guard them, and then he got bit somehow. That was my guess. Oh, he just died in turn. Yeah, he oh. died in turn. I also think there we're near cities now, so I think you'll actually see more armored and military zombies than we would, like say, in the middle of bumfuck wherever the fuck they were before. Right. Yeah, see, because you're, we're coming to the cities now, so we should get more. You should get more of those contu right. zombies and things like that because obviously cities. And Deanna and so, even said that uh, they ended up in Alexandria because the military told them to go there because uh, it was a detour off of them trying to go back to her home state. So Yeah, but he was randomly in a warehouse, though. Yeah. He was yeah. trying to get some porn DVDs. Yeah, he was trying to get some supplies. And I guess what they've been doing this for years now, and odds are the zombies are kind of floating everywhere. Like, you, you will probably randomly run into zombies that would quote-unquote be normally out of place because they're just roaming. See some yeah. California zombies with long blonde hair. Dude. <laughs> with a surfboard. Surfboard t-shirt. Dude. <laughs> I want to see the KKK zombies, yo. Me What's too. Gonna happen? Oh, that would be so dope if they went to a, <laughs> a KKK meeting full of zombies. Yeah, yo. They were just having oh. a rally. So, um... Nigga, I'm going to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were like, well, we gotta get out of here. Chris was like, Y'all go ahead, yo. Yeah, y'all. I got, I got, I got, yeah, I got all the zombies by myself. Right. <laughs> you guys just watch my back. Um, so uh, Aiden started. Nope. I one of the white one of the white people had to kill one of the KKK members just so I know I felt like I could trust him a little more. Oh yeah, oh, okay. you know what? That's, a good point. that's actually yeah, you're right. you right. You got to put some work in, dog. That's the, the way. That's the way to play that. You're right. Matter of <laughs> fact, I demand that I don't have to stab any of the zombies. Y'all got to do all the zombies. <laughs> Um, and I want you to de-hood each of them before you do it. <laughs> I want to know who was under there. <laughs> what if it's somebody, what if it's somebody black people trust? <laughs> like you take the hood off, you're like, Joe Biden? <laughs> the fuck? Happened if it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Timberlake? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Robin Thicke? Well, I knew that. Mitt Romney? Oh, oh. Well, that y'all was sense. cool with yeah, him. I, I wasn't shocked. Yeah, that y'all was sense. cool with him. Oh. Um, so Aiden starts shooting at the armored zombie at like a total rookie. Right. Glenn's like, hey man, wait till it gets closer and then kill it. And he shoots it in the leg. And then Glenn notices there's a big ass grenade right. sitting on the zombie's chest. And he goes, stop. Aiden, stop. Aiden shoots it anyway. Go to commercial. 
Hey, you know what's crazy, man? When he first started shooting, I was like, so they didn't discuss the rules about how the noise draws more zombies? It well, he went, had a silence on his right. gun. And it went mad because Aiden is fucking dumb. He's, He's stupid. stupid. Yeah, he would have like, did it without a silence. Right. What an idiot. Um, so, meanwhile, I kept thinking to myself, Daryl would have been great on this mission. Yeah. Oh, wait. He's off with his motorcycle and, uh, the gay dude. Out with his new quote unquote friend. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say, Chris? No, no, I was going to say the same thing you guys were saying. Uh, so Eugene, um, they wake up. Uh, Glenn finds, uh, Noah. Um, Eugene is standing over Tara, who's had like trauma to her head. She's bleeding out or something. Uh, Aiden is stuck on two pieces of metal, like suspended in the air, basically, right. uh, like off the ground against a wall. Metal is sticking through this motherfucker, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Nick is like, he dead. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so there's like, all right. So he dead. Uh, house terror. She's bleeding. Okay. We need to get our way out of here. Eugene, you got to kill the zombies because we can't get to you. And Eugene was like fucking freezing. He he couldn't like he couldn't pull the trigger on the zombie for some reason. Because right, he's a coward, man. He said he was. But a shooting a zombie? I don't know. I guess that was a little too much for me. Because I'm like, what the fuck are you scared of for that? No, he's done it before. Remember? Remember when he shot the truck? But see, I was sure he shot that truck on purpose. He, yeah, he said he did. Yeah, to sabotage them going to DC because right. he wanted to take as long as possible. So he I was like, the, the nigga can obviously shoot. But this, like, he really was scared to shoot that fucking zombie, man. I was so mad at him, dog. And I don't know if they just did it for, to make the audience mad. Cause I'm, I was, I was on 1130 hot, dude. I was like, dude, Tara's the only motherfucker who likes you. Right. And it will stand for you. You gonna let her die, man? Cause you won't pull the trigger. So, uh, zombie tried to eat him. And he, and so Glenn and, and Chris somehow, I mean, Glenn and Noah somehow got, to the other side and killed both of the zombies for him. It looked like it was just some light boxes in their way. Yeah, they was tripping hard, wasn't they? They was like, we can't get to you. Then all of a sudden it's like, man, move then, bitch. <laughs> so they killed the zombies. Um, they realized Tara's bleeding out. Um, you know, and they're like, we need to get her to safety. Um, uh, Sam, meanwhile, has a death wish. This nigga showed up to Carol House unannounced, dog. What's wrong with this little boy? Right, like a boss. He didn't. He didn't hear the story. You know what it is? That ain't the first time you've been threatened. That's right. Nope. <laughs> yep. I just realized that while I was talking. I can't mm-hmm. even be mad at the little yeah, nigga. This a dude that climbed through a window spying on her. He, yeah. He, he's devious and sneaky. Yeah. He like that's a survival skill for him. And he basically showed up was like, "What the cookies and shit?" Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I ain't going to talk, but I still want my cookies. Yeah. Yeah, you promised me cookies, so uh, I'm keeping them my end of the deal. So, um. And then, you know, but you know what? When he showed up threatening for the cookies, I was like, so is this town not all it's made to be? Because I feel like somebody else should be able to make cookies other than Carol. Like, they have everything else there. Yeah. They don't know how to, yeah. nobody else knows how to make cookies. This other lady talking about making uh, Sasha her special dish. You know what I like about Sam, though? Sam was on some teach a man to fish shit. Hmm? Cause she yep. kept telling him no. He said, "Well, then show me how, bitch. I'll make them myself." <laughs> like I want these cookies. What's wrong with you? It's the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, my demands are simple, woman. Ain't said, nothing fun about this. He said, "Bitch." Right. <laughs> I mean, ma'am. Right. <laughs> Not gonna um, lie, yo. Uh, Sam's starting off a little bit less uh, annoying than uh, than young Carl Jr. did. I know Sam's gonna die, but um, yeah, I'm rooting for this kid, man. I'm rooting yeah, for this kid. I like him now. So he stood up to Carol. Carol was like, "All right, dead dog, go steal." 
some more chocolates and shit. And if you get caught, don't tell them I told you to do it. I'm going to fuck you up. But if you can get back with them, bring me some extra chocolate for, my, for myself. Right. I did, I noticed she slipped that in there. Like, give me my own chocolate as well, hey. and I'll make you some cookies. Hey, Carol Lapel, man. She is, dog. She's so real, man. Uh, like I think since Sophia died, kids don't do anything but annoy her. She's right. like, they in the way. She like, look, I had to kill too many of y'all. All right, so I'm gonna need you to just fall back, little man. Yeah, she's trying not to get attached. You could tell she's yeah. trying so hard not to get attached. But it's so hard not to, man. Right? Cause yep. they kids. And, um, and he just wants some cookies. Right. Right. So they they have Tara laying on a, a table in like a little a little office room that they managed to get to in the office. And they realized that the med kit was in Aiden's back, and she's gonna bleed out if if she if they don't get it out of his backpack. But that was destroyed in the explosion. And there's another med kit in the van, um, so they need to get Tara to the van. And right as they're saying that, Aiden's like, "Ah, help! I'm alive!" And they was like, "Nick, you said he was dead." He was like, "Man, fuck out! Fuck if I know." Because he didn't check. He just assumed he was dead. You know he didn't check. You know, that nigga looked over there and was like, mm, "Dead." Uh, so he was hoping him, him dead. Yeah, he was hoping. Like I hope he did. Uh, so they was like, "Man, should we go get him?" And Eugene goes, "Tara would have did it." So yeah, go do it. Right. Um. So they they're like, "All right, we're gonna make a plan. We're gonna shoot a flare to the other side. The zombies will chase that. Then we're gonna go pull him off with the metal spike in his shoulder." Um. And uh, they're like, "All right, that's the plan." Um, and then they cut to Abe. Abe's now working in the construction crew, and my man Abe is, uh, you know, chilling. And then he sees some birds fly out of the woods. Mm-hmm. And yo, first time I saw this scene, I thought his PTSD was kicking in. Mm-mm. Second time I watched this scene, I realized he was putting his game face on. <laughs> Cause he knew something was coming. His zombie sense kicked in, man. He knew they was coming. Hey man, I thought I was like, "Am I tripping? Did he? Did his spotty senses sense the zombie Dog, attack coming?" It was so trill. Like animals yeah. to stop moving. Cause like at first I think, "Oh no, he's nervous." But nah, like I guess time slowed down for us watching it, but it must have went in regular time. He put his hands on the back of the truck, gripped up. Then he did his Ray Lewis dance. <laughs> put some fa- put some face grease on under his eyes picked up his rifle and turned around and started bucking i was like this dude is back mm-hmm. i, I wanted oh, that dude to die too that went to the woods to take a shit i was like bro this is zombie apocalypse i'm shitting in front of you you either like it or don't like it yep. i'm staying with the group yep gabe hey i love that abe didn't even try to uh warn him <laughs> he just seen him like well this nigga gonna be running out with shit on his legs <laughs> obviously he didn't see you know, the signs you know he didn't wipe yo yeah <laughs> no, like, I'm not saying, so here's the thing about that yo yeah so you're in this situation you're for some just assume you're the dumbass who's gone to to go take a shit in the woods in the, during the zombie apocalypse right mm-hmm. when you see the zombies coming do you wipe first and then try to get away, or do you run back with the shit on your hands and on your ass? Uh, you I'm just gonna be shitty. I'm sorry. I'm running. I'm not trying to die. I want to live to shit another day. See, I'm gonna die. <laughs> right, I'm with you, right? I, I, and I can wash a, the shit off. We got showers. It's such a dumb way to die, but I'm gonna <laughs> die wiping my ass, man. Right. I can't yeah. help it. I'm conditioned. 
I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Like, cause niggas gonna clown me for the rest of my life. (laughs) But I'll be alive. Remember when you had shit on your hands and your, your gun was all shitty cause you was running from them zombies? Yeah. I'll be alive to hear the jokes. Yeah, but remember where Chris tried to wipe his ass and got killed, but I'm still alive? I bet that nigga wish he had a little shit on his ass like me. Hey, man. That's the only way, but see, the only way I wouldn't do it is, if, if it was both of us shitting, <laughs> and then like one of us was like, I'm not wiping. Like, I wouldn't do it if we both agreed together. Like, yo, I'm not wiping either, nigga. Let's just live. I'd do it. But if it was like, nah, man, I'm gonna wipe, I'll be like, well, I guess we both gonna die. Cause mm-hmm. I can't yeah, live I'm with a, the shame. I'm, we cover each other one white show. Yeah. Like, oh, you got a teamwork that shit, yo. Right. I'm like, a spot. Yeah, you, yeah. A spotter. Yeah, what do you call it when a uh, covering fire? Like, do you lay down some covering fire? I'm gonna wipe my ass. Yo, you know what'll be real crazy though? Be like, all right, I'll lay down covering fire. You wipe both our asses. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be, yo, yo, that's a level of this. That's like sucking the poison out of a snake bite to someone's dick. Like after, like after that shit, y'all niggas are friends for life, and y'all can right. never talk about it. Remember when we was down in the creek? Yeah, <laughs> wiping your ass, and the water was just right. glistening all, all over your body. body. Yeah, we don't, talk, we don't talk about that time, yo. Yeah, we would never talk about it ever. That's, that's another thing that brings up. This shows you how Alexandria people are just not, you know. Not prepared for this shit. Why is this nigga going into the woods solo? Right. I mean, I understand right. going around to go shit in the woods. He don't want to shit near everybody else. I don't want you shit near me either. Right. But you better take a. You better take a partner. Right. Man, you just gotta hope your shit stank enough that the zombies would be like, no. Right. Cause, and, and, and that would have made sense. It's like because they never normally don't go out alone. Like they normally go is two. Like mm-hmm. it's rare that somebody goes off on their own. Yeah. So. Oh, you know that's a good point though, Rod. You know, you know I changed my mind. I don't like. You want to know what I'm gonna say? I'm like, oh no, I killed a zombie and I got it on me, and that's. What oh, you right. Cause you mm-hmm. gonna. Yeah, I killed a zombie. Then I rub my ass in it. Be like, nah, that's zombie vibe, man. Y'all. Yeah, you know, so it's not me. I just got to. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it, it would have been, and you know what's worse? It would have been real bad too because A made them finish working. Getting <laughs> <laughs> that hot ass, son. Nigga, you got shit on yourself all day. Nah. That's, uh, why the other dude, that's why the other dude uh went back. He couldn't stay, yo. Yeah, he was like, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to him. Yeah, he, he, he didn't he didn't finish wiping. I shit he myself. That's why his pants was so fresh in that meat. <laughs> like, them ain't the same pants. Um Alright, so they uh they see the zombie well Abe sees the zombies, they start shooting them and shit. Mm-hmm. They have a system which is uh anybody that gets too far away from the group eventually they just go fuck it and, 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 <laughs> that's the system they ain't trying to save nobody and the shift manager dude accidentally shot the hydraulics on this uh what kind of machine bulldozer or something that they had where yeah i think it was i can't remember yeah some where they had they basically using construction equipment that le- that like lifted somebody in the air to be the lookout but he shot that shit and francine fell and like fucked up her leg and shit like right. she lucky to be alive for a minute there i thought it was i thought it was carl jr up there and then they started shooting and i realized nobody was hitting shit but abe and i was like okay no it's not carl too. yeah carl would have been like Mm-mm. nah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, the other thing too about these alexander people they are terrible shots hopeless Horrible. they hit niggas in the terrible. chest yeah. terrible wasting terrible. bullets man um and then they retreated from like 20 walkers and was gonna let fresh scene die they was like leave her you know the system and uh 
this nigga abe looked at them like y'all motherfuckers right so he went killed a whole lot of zombies you forgot mother dick oh i i wasn't done <laughs> oh, okay yeah he killed a whole lot of zombies and shit um he uh what, what, how did i think first he i want to say first he picked up francine mm-hmm. put her into the cab of the tractor mm-hmm. uh closed the door then that motherfucker shot zombies, mm-hmm. crawled underneath a motherfucking, um, the trailer. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He said mother dick twice. That's right. D- said mother dick again. Cause he had, he <laughs> gave, he gave her the gun and said, I'm gonna draw them this way. You shoot the back of the pack. Start using this like crusher krill looking thing to knock zombies heads off. Dope ass special effect, by the way. Right. Yes. And then start bashing their heads and I swear to God, I saw a smile on his face. Oh, no, <laughs> oh yeah. He was, yeah. He was oh, loving yeah. it. He, was, mm-hmm. he, he got a he got a uh, like um what's your name gonna get some dick tonight because um, he was purpose. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh he said yeah uh you know he said that he hit, he hit one of his arms he said mother dick again <laughs> i liked it the second time it was good um and uh abe just had this look like i this is my purpose now Finally. and uh and then the, uh the dudes in the back that had ran away was like what are you doing? Like, and the guy was like, I'm going to go save him. It's like, why? He's like, cause nigga, we need him. Look at him. Right. <laughs> we can't let him die. He's the only one of us that's not a bitch. Right. Don't you see He-Man out there? Yeah. Right. So they went and saved him and shit. Um, Pete. Oh, Pete. Pete came over trying to be friends with Rick. Uh. Thinking they going to be beer buddies. You man, like on some real shit, dog. Like I felt sad for dude, cause he trying to fuck Pete wife. Yep. And Rick was not. Oh, that shit was going in one ear out the other for Rick. Correct. Pete like, thought he had a new drinking buddy. Right. He had a six pack, and then Rick didn't even want to drink. Mm-mm. He was like, "Come on, man, have a drink." He was like, "Nah, man, I, I, I'm on duty." He's like, "But you off duty now?" He's like, "Well, it's kind of like I'm always on duty." He's like, "But I saw you." At the party. And I was like, oh, shit, nigga. Oh. He was like, you drank? You had a couple drinks? Come on, man. I love you, dog. And he was like, <laughs> right. nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, then he told him, why don't you uh, bring your kids? And Rick looked at him like, my kids ain't getting vaccinated. Yeah, he's, you're right. <laughs> he said, you know I'm an anti-vaxxer. I don't even right. bring a call in to get a checkup from a drunk doctor. Uh, and then Pete was like, all right, then, dog. I'll holler at you, player. I love you, bro. And he was like, all right, man. Stay cool. And they closed the door. He looked at his wedding ring. Now, what do y'all think yeah. Rick was thinking when he looked at his own wedding ring? Justin? Um, I'm about to take his wife since I still got this ring on my hand. Karen? Thinking that he's thinking I might need to get rid of this bitch because she dead. Get rid of this wedding ring, you mean? Yeah, because okay. his wife is dead. Like, mm-hmm. like, what commitment do I have to he, this? He need a new babysitter. He was like, I need a new wife. What about you, uh, Chris? What did you think he was thinking? I, I was saying we were caring. I was like, I think he was trying to figure out how to get that bitch off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was thinking to himself, I'm Shane now. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm gonna take this nigga's wife. Like, <laughs> and I don't feel bad about it at all. Or guilty. Yeah. Like, I think he was fumbling with his ring. Like, I miss my wife. That's what he was thinking. I don't think he was thinking, this is fucked up. I need to stop myself. What does wedding, what does marriage mean? I think he was literally just like, I miss Lori. I'm going to take this nigga's wife. Um, I don't miss Lori, so you're on that one. Right. No, you're on that one, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad she gone. (laughs) Once that phone stopped ringing, I was rejoicing. Um, 
so yeah uh eugene's giving himself a demotivational speech ah he was talking to a passed out terror like i take no responsibility for this uh i told you i told you all what was gonna happen and all this shit and then this nigga just put her on his back and carried the team he was out there like Steph Curry. Yeah. Crossing them zombies over, shooting them with one hand, carrying her with the other. I'm trying to tell you, man, he is the real MVP because it was one of those things where he thought about it. He was like, if this was me, she would try to do everything she can. Because I think when they were talking before and he said he was a cow, he was really listening to her. Like, he was like, yeah, even though, you know, he might not have admitted she was right, he was like thinking, she right. I well, can't let her nope. die. Go ahead. That's not why I did it. Go, well, why did he do it? He was like, I still need visuals of them titties to jack off at night. And if I don't <laughs> oh, have it in my Lord. face, I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and won't you? it's lonely being the only dude. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't want to be lonely. He's had a life with no friends. He like having friends now. He don't want to go back to that life of being lonely. Yeah. Because uh, she is his friend, and he yeah. recognized it. He didn't want to be lonely again. That's a terrible feeling to realize. Damn, nobody else will talk to me. Yeah, because he's just going to be looking because she don't want to fuck him. Yeah. Well, you know, you take what you can get in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Maybe she get drunk one night let him grab a titty or something. I don't know. I will say this just, this scene just once again proved that even the weak, well, I don't consider Gabe part of the group. Mm-hmm. So even the weakest person in Rick's group is still better than everybody from Alexandria. Right, yeah. because they understand like the concept of no man left behind. We're all here. Like That family concept is real for that group, and it ain't real for other people. Wow. I'm not going to lie. For a minute there, while he was giving that speech, I thought he was going to just leave her there and walk out on, and then maybe come back after he got out of the truck. I didn't think he was actually going to pick her up and take her out there with him. Wow. I, thought he might leave. I thought he might leave, get the truck, start driving off, and then be like, oh, I can't do this, and then come back. He was just like, fuck it. I guess I got to do this. Yeah. And he did it. You know, I, I was I'll, like, I'll come back to that theme in a second, but yeah. He definitely uh, manned up at that moment, right? So yeah. now we cut to Aiden, who's apparently double penetrated. Right. <laughs> like, shit went from bad to worse, because you couldn't tell from a ways away. But you when they see- got up on it, I was like, oh, this nigga dead. Right. And they was basically like, Glenn was like, I need you to be quiet. We're going to pull you off of here. Can you do that? He was like, yeah. And him and Nick gave the weakest tug of all time. Uh, I feel like Nick wasn't pulling his part too hard. They said, uh-uh. I thought he said, eh. Yeah, Nick it's was, too hard. Yo, Nick, Nick is like that nigga that helps you move, but they only pick up light boxes. You know what I'm saying? You're like, hey man, look, we need to move this couch. Nah, man, um, I got this lamp for you. Nah, I'm just like, you know what Nick is. I'm already, yeah, Nick, my hand's already full. Right. Like, and then when you're going up the stairs, Nick say he, Put, pushing from uh, underneath but he really not <laughs> so you really just dragging the couch upstairs by yourself and he barely pushing it yeah nick is quote-unquote your best friend who does everything for you always hyping you up and everything like that but as soon as the police come mm-hmm. he's the first nigga snitching snitching so nick first was, nigga running and snitching yeah so nick was like oh man we can't get him noah's shooting zombies in the background because right. he's, he's doing target practicing he's become a really good shot foreshadowing his mm-hmm. number three so he, known. so he's knocking zombies out the box. He's like, "Yo, the flare's going down. The zombies are coming." Nick and 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 Glenn turn around, and then Nick turns back to Aiden and whispers into his ear, like, "Hey, uh, this is who we are. You left them. We both did. That's who we are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And runs off. 
right and that and right when he runs off and maybe like two seconds after that uh noah's like they here they come and they start so him and glenn both run off but at the moment glenn only had a second to be like yo dog what you doing and it was like oh i guess i guess we gotta run um and aiden's death felt like a twisted version of karma because mm-hmm. then he turned to glenn and basically told him like yeah we did leave those people it wasn't them that panicked it was us right mm-hmm. and i was like mm, them zombies about to enjoy your ass <laughs> they did and they ate him slow i saw a zombie pull out a bib a knife and a fork <laughs> pull some a1 style they was yeah. like damn the nigga <laughs> that great Again. that great moments in white privilege started music started playing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again there's another there's another um indication of how bad alexander people are nick didn't even put a bullet right or put a knife through he didn't kill him he let him he left him there to, to die, die a horrible death like i get like at, at that point um i i get glenn and noah not doing it because that's not their boy right. this is supposed to be your boy you don't like rick and they would never let their a person like they know if they had an opportunity to to, to put him out of the misery go out like that and he you know? died dude and he died so fucking right. painful oh. right like the way he died was just like damn dude like i'm like it, it was like tyra banks at the end of uh higher learning like he was dying for so long he's like i'm dying i'm dying i'm still dying oh i'm dying it hurts so bad why why lord and i was like damn this white man is that's some acting right there right and, and my thing is like i knew he was gonna be a problem from the beginning because he played that goddamn music i was like uh-huh you playing that music that's you gonna fuck some shit up on this trip yeah he was he was annoying as fuck uh why are people live tweeting me fucking spoilers for um I hate that. I, I gotta remind people I'm not watching the Arrow right now. Man, you gotta send out that um tweet like if y'all spoiler alert, Come Empire, on, I got to defriend you. You think I'm not? What? what have you the thing, the thing I hate about it is when you're when you're watching something and they know you live tweeted, they don't see that you're not live tweeting it this time. They still at you. It's like, yo, I'm clearly not watching it right now. Right. Especially if they at you, but they might not know. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes so. I just hop on and tweet something, man. I don't look and see what other people doing. Anyway, so um but fuck them we talking about day walking yeah so aiden uh died they go to commercial come back uh <laughs> the dude i can't remember if this dude is tobin or whatever but this dude was like um uh abe was pushing the shift manager and he was like man what the fuck you doing dog francine almost died and he was like nah man it's cool we got a system tell him francine <laughs> And Francine punched that motherfucker in the grill. Right. Hey man, she hit him with a Ronda Rousey <laughs> uppercut. Yeah, yo. Right. She was like, bitch, you almost left me out there to goddamn die. And and y'all know what? Maybe and maybe I might be looking into this, but when she punched the fuck out of him, Abraham looked like, uh-huh. I want that right there. Cause I he, saw it too. Cause he was like, cause he turned around cause that dude was like, well shit, we made too much noise gonna track zombies. We need to get out of here. And then he was like, nah, actually I feel fine. I think we should finish the shift out. Nah, and then she said he, it first. he said, he said, Francine, no, no, he said it. And then he oh. looked at her and said, what about you, Francine? And then she looked at him like, sploosh. <laughs> she was like, yes, yes, I, I do want to finish the shift out. So he going to get the threesome first before I'm going to say, hey, he might get the threesome first. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh, he about to get something. Yep. Cause she had that look. 
right like we ain't, ain't nothing but time and space out here <laughs> <laughs> ain't no new ain't no such thing as everybody in an open relationship in zombie apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again remember this, this, is, this is like the second or third time they said we have a system like this is their system this is why they keep needing new people right. because they don't they don't protect their own yeah this is uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to it but this is why when you know uh deanna's like awesome thinking gabriel i'm like you guys are terrible at this yes and you know they got the same system as the other people in georgia where they go out and find the weak people the problem mm-hmm. is and they had strong people to protect the weak people in georgia at the hospital Right. right, but this system is the opposite spectrum where they everybody weak. Right. Yeah, they go out and find strong people to hope that hope that they protect them. Mm-hmm. They so lucky they ran the Rick, man. The Rick um, said that. So Nick um, is still running, and him, Noah, and Glenn are trying to survive, and they're shooting the fucking zombies. Um, we don't know where Eugene is at this point. We're hoping he made it out. So they they run up uh, to a revolving door. And Nick just runs straight out of it. And they're like, no, 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 don't go out there yet. The zombies. And Nick's like, nah. And he runs out and zombies almost bite him. And so then stupid, yo. Glenn and Noah run out of bullets. So they basically run into um the revolving door. And they get stuck in the revolving door between zombies on the outside, zombies on the inside. And, you know, if you're picturing it like uh almost like a pie chart, mm-hmm. in opposite corners, you have... On opposite sides, you have Glenn and Noah in one side and Nick on the other side. And they're just stuck in the middle with the zombies basically trying to break in. But they're just stuck because they can't break the glass and the zombies can't. Um, the zombies are for- pushing each other. So um, they're just sitting there and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. Um, but, uh, and, and you know, and Nick is just being a bitch. Like he's beyond listening at this point. He's <sighs> Deanna is go back to her couch in her living room and the shift manager dude is like uh, Abraham need to move up like Calvin at McDonald's <laughs> he need like, to own the joint yeah just give him my job I'm terrible he good so uh, I think he's the best man for the job um, he was like you won't regret it Deanna had a little bit of a look on her face like damn these niggas sure is moving up in the ranks fast and that's when Maggie reassured her like we know what we're doing. This is why you wanted us here. And I thought to myself, Maggie is already learning from Deanna. Because mm-hmm. she put Maggie under her wing, and that's some shit Deanna would have said. That, you know, like, hey, no, no, I, we all, this is good. We're all on the same side here. Um, Carol uh, and Sam was like, oh, wait, and then this is when, you know, uh, Maggie's like, I'm going to go downstairs and work on the field plans. All right, now. Carol was uh being all mean to Sam, but Sam showed up with the stolen chocolate, mm-hmm. and she was baking cookies, and he was like, "So you want to talk and shit?" And she was like, "Nigga, shut up!" And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, bitch, you just gonna be quiet while the cookies cook? This is crazy. I'm a kid. Talk to me." She was like, "All right, what's up?" And he was talking about how he likes to break stuff when he gets mad, mm-hmm. and he asked why she needed a gun. And then he said something about him needing a, uh, he, uh, what if he wanted to get a gun? And she was like, for you. And he said, no, for somebody else. And she was yep. like, somebody hurting you or something. And, uh, he left without even getting his cookies. Right. He was like, I her, got to her, go. Her, her abused child, abused uh, wife 
spider senses were tingling like shit, yo. Yes, dude. As soon as he said something about breaking stuff, she's snapped into motherhood survival mode. Because um, she knows. Mm-hmm. She knows the signs. signs. And mm-hmm. and the thing that was crazy about that too was, um, if he left without them cookies, you know it was serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's been, the only reason he was fucking with her. Yep. Right. He been ragging her to death about them goddamn cookies. And I yeah. was like, stay out there, man. Personal business. This is how problems get started. Mm-hmm. Stay out people's business. Mind right. your business. This is what got you beat up in the first place by your husband. <laughs> yep. Now, I actually, I was like, this makes sense because Carol is a woman that was teaching kids survival skills. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, you know. But I thought she learned from that. How? Wow. I she mean, keep having to kill the same kids. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes you got to kill a kid. Not all of them going to work out. <laughs> Come on, man. She had a new place. You're going to lose a kid or two. Yeah, it's like saying you wouldn't, that's like saying you wouldn't hire employees because a couple of them need to get fired. That's, I'm just saying she had a new place. She's trying to be Martha Stewart. Just, just keep being Martha Stewart. You don't got to, you don't got to save everybody. Look, man, she's just trying to keep Sam from looking at the flowers. Sam dog. got a mama and a daddy. Let Sam. To do let his family do what they do mm. and that's your domestic violence during women history's mom ah, uh, advice ah, from ah. justin i write i'm advising her to stay safe and out of other people's business mm-hmm. uh so carol's mom skills kicked in and sam left and she was like mm, okay something wrong yep uh we cut down to eugene who found a use for horrible techno music by drawing the zombies away from the outside of the gate uh the zombie or the outside of the rotating door and so Glenn realizes, okay, now the zombies are all on just one side. If we rotate the the door right and I break the middle, I can get to the rifle that we have here that still has ammo in it. We can shoot the zombies and we can all escape together. Mm-hmm. And Nick was like, all right. He said, now I need you to hold the door steady. And no, I need you to hold the door steady and then we'll break it. And he tried to break it the first time. It didn't go. And then... Nick slipped a little bit, and the zombies, like, there was a little crack in the door. And Nick was like, oh, it's not going to work. I, qu- I quit. Right. Um, and he said, don't, he said, and uh, um, Glenn was like, no, I can break it. I just need to try one more time. He goes to try, and fucking Nick lets the door go and slips, like, a little bit of it. He, he got a little bit closer to the side where the walkers weren't at. And he started trying to pry himself through the door. Right. And meanwhile, this is leaving Noah in a in a space where he's gonna now be on the side where the zombies can get to him. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but he don't give a fuck. He's just trying to get himself out. And you know, Noah got a bad knee. So of course, he fucking slips. Uh, Nick gets out. Noah gets grabbed by the walkers, and he grabs Glenn. And he says, "Don't let go." I felt the tears coming. Uh-huh. Um, then, if to make it even worse, the zombies grab this nigga up out of the out of the um, glass rotating thing, leaving Glenn by himself. Right. Then they took him and slammed him back up against the glass. Right. And ate him in front of Glenn. And he couldn't do nothing but watch. And Glenn was crying like shit, like this nigga. It might have been the worst death I've seen in all, either, like I, that I can remember. Yeah, it really right. was. And, and the thing about it is that I think for Glenn, this hit him hard because what people fail to realize: every time Glenn goes out, nobody ever dies. In fact, he's finding people. He's the one that found Rick. Like so, most of his runs does not really death involve. 
Mm-hmm. And so people die, but they never die underneath his watch. Right. So to and he couldn't save them. Two people right. died. Yeah. Right. And then it was funny because then they went to commercial and it was like, everybody taste Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, the real reason Glenn was upset the most too is because he accepted um, Noah. He right. he was like, he saw Noah lose all his family. Like, Took him under his way. He was like, he. We, I have to be his big brother now. Yep, he's and he part let him of, down. He's part of our family. And I guess that was the end of Noah's arc. Well, remember, you know, <laughs> what an asshole! But not only that, remember, was it um, was it uh, two episodes ago or what, one episode ago when they had the party, and him and um, Maggie were all like, "No, you got to stay," and they were trying to make him feel more comfortable because he didn't want to stay at the party. So it's yep. just like it's so much of that, and you're just like, "Oh man, yeah, Noah's gone now." And- Fuck. Right, and I th- and I think from for me, from Glenn's perspective, he was like, if this nigga would have motherfucking listened, everybody would have made it out. They should probably change his name to No, because ah! <laughs> I feel like that's really how he died. Yeah, oh, it was so gruesome. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Pete made it out to the van and he tried to carjack Eugene. Mm-hmm. And Eugene. Eugene was like, turned off. The, he took the keys out and was right. like, Mm-mm, "Something wrong." Where's Where's Glenn and Noah? And he was like, "Man, who gives a fuck, dog? You coming with me, or you want to live, stay here and die?" And Glenn, I mean Eugene, actually stood up for himself and got his ass whooped again. Mm-hmm. Right, the real <laughs> the real MVP. Because I I think the thing about Eugene, Eugene knows how the group operates, so he was like, "You gonna have to tell me what happened mm-hmm. because this makes no sense." Right. Well, he- even if he's a coward, Eugene's is still a survivor. He knows that if Rick and them are gone, these Alexandria people ain't gonna ain't gonna ain't gonna keep him safe. Right. So he knows that. So even with him being a coward, he knows that he has, there has to be. He, he knows he has to do to survive, and he knows they're not it. And he you still know? has the adrenaline rush of doing the right thing and saving Tara. Mm-hmm. And he was feeling himself a little bit, and he stepped up and got his ass whooped a little bit. But it was cool, you know. He didn't believe nick because he knew nick was lying when he said uh, oh noah's in there having a conversation about race um, <laughs> couldn't take it anymore he yeah. gave me a starbucks cup and i left right so uh glenn showed up and beat the fuck out of nick mm-hmm. and i was i thought he was gonna kill him me too but glenn one glenn i don't think is a cold-blooded killer like that Mm-mm. even though he was very pissed two it would have really looked bad for them to return without any of the alexandria people right so he put him in the truck in the back of the uh van and basically had eugene train his gun on him the whole time and uh they drove back to alexandria um and then about this time carol goes to Pete's house she's like what's up dog and he was like bitch you want um and she was like i just want to uh know is everything okay he's like fuck is it your business um right. and she was like look man i just want to know it's all right i was talking to sam he's like what you doing talking to my boy and she was like well can i at least talk to jesse he was like no it's not a good time and she's like well Pete," and she slammed the door on her and i was like yo one he seemed extra drunk mm-hmm. two he seemed way more menacing could he have just been holding it back because uh rick's a man so he I had respect so. for rick and with carol he's like bitch i don't gotta respect you I think so, and two, I, I got a bad vibe out of him when he first said something to um Rick when he was in the uh, in the dark when Rick was walking by, right? That first time, 
So I was like, something's up with Pete. Something, something's not right. That's his yeah, thing. You know? He probably get drunk mm-hmm. and just beat everybody in the house. I don't know yeah, too I think much about men that beat women. So all you men out there that beat women, write the show and let us know. Is yeah. that something y'all do? <laughs> yeah. Some of y'all Ray Rice defenders. So, <laughs> so then um, Gabe goes by Deanna's house and basically tells her that the whole group is evil except him. He's grateful to be here, but you made a mistake letting in the others. He's always about not letting some people in. You know, that's his thing. The uh, same people that let people die, right? right. That same dude. Yeah, he said and, they did things to to get here. And, and they saved your life. You wouldn't have survived without them, right? Right. But okay. he's done shit. Exactly. Like, that bothers me so much about him. It's like he's so busy judging. You know what? He's, it makes, he makes a perfect preacher. So busy judging everybody else while ignoring what he fucking does. Oh, my God. Now, he will, But that's the thing. In a way, like, cause he'll like eat the dog. He'll take mm-hmm. his collar off. But there's something about Gabe that's even worse than the other people. He won't do the killing of the zombies. He mm-hmm. doesn't do, like, when they go on missions to like save people and shit, he, he always bitches out. And he thinks he can get by on the, um, he gets by on the benefits of Rick and them doing all the dirty shit for him. Right. And then he want to judge them for that. That's what pissed me off because I was like, yeah, I hear you, Gabriel. You didn't do a lot of the shit that they did. But it's because you let them do it so you could keep living. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, what an asshole, man. So he basically convinces Deanna that, like, she was like, well, why didn't you tell me this earlier? And he was like, Satan. I was like, this nigga think he the church lady from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> right. And, Satan ain't tell you do shit. Man. And the thing about it is that at first I didn't catch it, but I, I, I forgot Maggie was even there. She went down to check on the field plans, and she was coming up the stairs as soon as he walked in, so she overheard his betrayal the whole time. Right. She yeah. was just stopping to listen. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Then when mm-hmm. she was like, all right, man, well, you could go now. He was like, oh, I only wish I'd come to you sooner. And I was like, yeah, you was late on the wire too, punk ass. <laughs> Yo, he is, but he is such an Alexandria person. Like, that's the weird mm-hmm. thing about it. Like, he belongs more with Alexandria than, than he does with Rick's group. Cause Alex- they're cowards too. Alexandria for him ain't nothing but a big ass church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A big ass place that you can keep people out and don't help nobody. Right. A bunch, a bunch of delusional people who get lucky, mm-hmm. who have other people come by to save them when they need help. Mm hmm. And are living in this fantasy world that shit hasn't fucking changed. I mean, these motherfuckers are literally around here cook- baking cookies and living <laughs> in houses and stuff like that. They have no idea the real danger is out there. Yeah. Just like, just like Gabriel does. So. And then when they get stuck, they either get left behind or something like that. Like he completely forgot that they fucking saved his ass. He was about to die. This motherfucker couldn't kill a fucking zombie to save his life. They should have let literally. him die, man. That's they what really I was thinking. Have. You are a grateful motherfucker, you. So Carol talks to Rick the whole time that they're like doing this scene. She's talking to him. And she was like, he's hitting Sam and Jesse too. And Rick was like, how you know? She was like, I know. Right. And Rick was like, you right. She was like, now look, you're going to have to handle this. I know how this thing's going to go with Pete. There's only one way it can go. You're going to have to kill him. And right about then, um, they also, you can hear in the background of Deanna's house, someone, Glenn, yelling that they need help. So I'm yep. assuming that my mind, she's going to see that Glenn and them showed up without her son, mm-hmm. who's dead. Who knows what the fuck Nick's going to tell her. Right. 
and then you're gonna have rick go probably fuck fuck up pete minimum um right because noah died and it's gonna look like they take they try to take alexander right and so i think next week's gonna be woo, it's gonna be a shit show man uh all right man what are y'all looking forward to next week uh chris uh i'm looking forward to <laughs> alexander realizing that um alexander, alexander people realizing that it's not alexander for them anymore now they're gonna realize real quick quick that it's already too fucking late i'm actually looking forward to some of the group realizing that shit too Mm-hmm. some of them bought into the like oh everything changing yep. but I, yep. i'm telling you sasha, let's not back quickly though yeah sasha and michelle about to be like oh shit well we, we back on this yeah they're gonna they don't they, sasha already in she's she's she never changed first of all right. sasha's already ready michonne just gonna walk into the phone booth come back at come back at superman put a sword back on <laughs> the, right. put that sword so back on like, her back yeah it's it's a wrap i mean this group can't they can't do shit like even if somehow they were to get a drop on the entire fucking group they they too stupid to be able to handle it. Yeah, you know they can't they can't they can't control them. So well, yeah, man, it's I'm, I'm looking forward to them realizing that it's already too fucking late, and this is the best thing you can ask for to help you save yourselves from yourselves. What about you, Justin? Man, I just I just want them. I'm just glad they're still on the air. I just hope they don't disappoint me like all the other shows that be good and then leave. That's where right. I'm at now. Like I don't care what they do. <laughs> all right, care. I'm looking for, I think something is coming because after the end credits, like if you watch the, the last few minutes, uh, which McCullough was out there with his motorcycle, Daryl, Daryl, and he seemed like, like a flashing light or something. So mm. I'm, I got a feeling that's a signal. So I got a feeling it's some other folks out there that are doing some form of a signal. And I think that, that, uh, that chick that was, that, uh, hopping over that wall that they show, mm. um, um, what we call Kurt, uh, Carl, Carl with? It, yeah, I think that that uh, she's in on the shit, and I think the shit's about to go down in the city. Yeah, oh I'm, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about her. Yeah, she's the only one. She's the only one in Alexandria who's not Alexandria. Right. Yeah. I feel like every. Shit. I feel like everything's gonna hit the fan next week, and then they're gonna end it with suddenly another group attacks them or some shit. Mm-hmm. And the wall's and, coming down, yo. Yeah, the wall gotta come down. Like. Minimum, they need to introduce another threat because I feel like that's the real big secret of this show or the big, you know, unspoken thing is they always present a bigger threat that makes all the discord that they currently have pointless. Mm-hmm. Like every time, like motherfuckers was fighting with Rick over the prison and who should be running shit and he needs to put his gun down and the motherfucking governor shows up and you like, well, don't got time for that shit no more. Shut the fuck up, Herschel. You know what I mean? Like, they always do that. You know, Herschel's arguing about should they be kicked out, and then a fucking herd of zombies runs through his barn. Like, I feel like that's what's about to happen again is, oh, we're arguing about, you know, should we be in charge of Alexandria? And then another motherfucker shows up like, hey, man, uh, we want all y'all supplies. So how about that? And now I want to see what happens. Can we, like, practice? We talking about practice? Right. <laughs> now, we did get some emails. Let's go ahead and knock these out, and then we'll uh, get into our segments. We'll let Chris go. Hashtag they walking, y'all. Sorry, kind of long. It's actually not long. Kimani writes in, The only reason I started watching The Walking Dead, also Them Thrones, is because I was too stubborn to skip past it and just hear the news and the games. Now I'm low-key addicted watching half seasons at a time, slowly catching up on season five, though I've listened to every episode of Day Walking. Few observations from some, uh, from some of ep- some season five. One, you think Daryl is going to stop sending women ahead of him in situations? 
first beth gets snatched then carol gets run over (laughs) (laughs) two honestly i couldn't believe eugene with with any conviction when he that he couldn't be been a scientist hell i'd have called bullshit the first time i met him three the mullet dog ain't no mullet scientist three like if neil degrasse tyson had a jerry curl (laughs) (laughs) nothing he said would be valid uh number three damn father gabriel is a buster number five you were right noah is rg3 uh his his heart wants him to be great but damn he's injury prone five rick is so hood that he has his pistol cock sideways talking to people Woo, that's all for now about to watch beth die they walking y'all yeah rick do we turn that gun sideways carl uh, hashtag they walking all over my feelings this is for my girl miss Christabel. hey roger this past episode stripped me up from all of my feelings for some strange reason my guard was all the way down when it came to noah he was all meeting with deanna's husband he just got into and finished registering for his classes in the architectural design program at, <laughs> at alexandria university yeah he was gonna go to straya university Mm-hmm. i should have known better i didn't bat an eye when he had that when he went on that run with them yeah as soon as tara brought up that holly love interest i was like wait a minute what mm-hmm. when although in the back of my mind it perplexes me as to why he wasn't in full intern shadow mode with mr diana but it didn't stick shaking my head my heart still hurts from noah i still want the church mother rock him even after seeing him all alive in the talking dead even when they was like, yeah, girl, he's going to be on criminal mind. Yay. I'm I'm still legitimately distraught. That whole warehouse scene had me yelling at the TV, stammering. I was so hot. Literally takes a deep breath in and out with hand in head. I mean, yeah, with hand on head. And then you have Gabe Don Lemon over here being ungrateful lunatic, certified with grade A snitch punk liar cunt. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Tell us how you really feel. Deanna wanted a job because they didn't discharge of a worthless cowardly POS ass wipe like a mother dick of a father gave. <laughs> Ugh. I'm so mad. Seeing that. <laughs> seeing that. Seeing that dude, bro, die isn't cheering me up because that other douche Bigelow is alive. Ugh. <laughs> Sip sparkling Shiraz. Ugh, I say. Hugs and kisses Miss Crisable. <laughs> Uh, she said, oh, another email. And one more thing. <laughs> oh, and still rest in peace to my lumber bay for life, Tyrese. My love for him <laughs> is strictly out of lust because I don't care. Shrugs. Sip sparkling Shiraz and smiles. Mm-hmm. Chad Coleman. I see you. Hey, boo. Winky face. <laughs> and then a tear face. Uh, Adrian writes in, uh, can't wait to hear our recap. And he said, oh, Kotaku has a walking dead as super nintendo running gun game all right cool mm-hmm. um that's that's more of a physical thing and this is a audio show uh anyway jasmine says hola rod and karen love the show really quick a theme on the walking dead that has existed since season three has been this idea that you can always go back or return to the person you were before the outbreak everyone except for the governor agree with that idea I love that the writing of this show has sort of answered this issue in sense that in that sense arriving in Alexandria. The group has been given every opportunity to return to the people they used to be. While this means different things for various members of the group, Rick, Carol, Sasha, and Daryl are the most resistant to the possibility of returning to the people they once were. Well, I feel like Rick being a sheriff and shit and 
wanting to get a woman to and be he with Carl. I feel like he's trying to get back to what he was, but he's an animal now. Right. Um he don't know how to ask her out on a date. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to grin at her. He, he wants him away from street harassment. Yo. Right. This nigga you, was looking at her grabbing his gun. Right. You woman, me want. Right. He's like, yeah, he's going to hit her over the head with a rock. Right. Um, I thought the last few episodes seemed to punctuate this idea. What do you think? Uh, I think that's one of the things, but I think it's more like you can't go back is the thing. It's the characters want to go back, but you can't. They've been changed too much, and I think that's the real point. And I think it works in some good ways, too, because what I thought was cool, I meant to bring this up earlier, Eugene overcame his cowardice. Mm-hmm. The guys from Alexandria couldn't overcome their cowardice. And it shows that you can change and for the better. But you. But the point is, this shit changes everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Also, if you could have had one, if you got one weapon... In the zombie outbreak, what would it be, uh, Justin? Shit, um, I want my own sword. That's pretty good. Care? Someone with a knife, because like with guns, you run out of bullets, you run out of ammunition. You got, you know, unless you just have unlimited bullets, you want something that you can constantly use. Chris, I'm going with a baseball bat. Mm, that's good. Uh, I think I go with an axe. I like axes. Maybe like a hatchet size hatch, uh, axe. Um, either that or my big black deer. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, also, if you could have one. Uh, oh, wait. Also, love the show. Excellent quality. Keep up the good work. So thank you so much, uh, Chris, man. We appreciate you, bro. We thank do. you for coming through. No problem. Anytime. Make sure y'all check out movie trailer reviews. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Support my man. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing great work over there. He uh, is. Uh, we were just on uh the latest insanity check uh well two weeks ago insanity check and uh uh leslie and drew uh very white guy from the interracial john was on the uh, last sunday's podcast yes, of the show, so. yeah that was a very good one though i really enjoy having them on too we had fun no doubt man um <clears throat> so make sure y'all do that uh we'll talk to you later chris all right man peace, peace. peace out chris and then uh we got justin for about 25 more minutes let's make the best of this by getting right into uh some news and segments here um let me see if there's any news i feel like covering really quickly because i can't remember uh i know we had a lot of racist news but that's more like fucking with black people mm-hmm. um oh a san francisco catholic church floods their steps every night to keep the homeless away hmm. oh, just like jesus used to do 100 fucking with the homeless yep so you're and not trying where, to help where, where is this catholic church at the end uh san francisco san francisco so okay. you're wasting water mm-hmm. one so you're not the stressed. homeless get wet and they can die of hypothermia overnight i feel like i feel like these homeless have to be straight homeless people and this i don't is, think it matters the gay to community doing this because hmm. you know catholics are known to you know, get with little boys and mm-hmm. I feel like they, it's straight people there that don't condone that, so they don't want them sleeping on their church steps. Uh, I think that's a very reckless accusation <laughs> <laughs> and in no way founded in any truth. No, uh, it's not in the truth, but you know. Yeah, all right. Well, as long as we got to the bottom of it. As long as we got to the bottom of it. The fashion line, Dolce and Gabbana, uh, 
they um are being boycotted right now by a lot of a-list uh celebrities mm-hmm. out there and john gave him that tea because uh designers dominico dolce and stefano gabbana current partners in the business and former partners in life gave a recent interview to italian magazine panorama where they uh broached the topic of adoption and basically said that um it translated um we oppose gay adoptions the only family is the traditional one you are born to a mother and a father or at least that's how it should be I call children of chemistry synthetic children, rented uterus, semen chosen from a catalog. Gabbana <laughs> said the family is not a fad. In it, there is a supernatural sense of belonging. So a uh, gay married father of two, Elton John, was like, fuck y'all niggas. Right. Uh, which I don't understand. How the fuck are you a fashion brand that don't fuck with gay people? Come on now. I, that kind of confused me too. The whole industry. Come yeah. on now. Um, so a bunch of celebrities basically came out and was like, no. Right, they're gonna lose money. They shit cost too much not for them to uh, for the gay community. Yeah, I don't understand what they thinking. So a bunch they of people said they never gonna wear it again. Uh, a lot of Elton John's friends and shit. Of course. Um, let's see what and else. he gonna make it look fabulous, so if he don't fuck with it, other people, like, oh, you ain't fuck with him that's me when, either. That's when keeping it real goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, Rick Santorum was given, uh, you know, uh, a talking at the South Carolina National Security Action Summit, um, and uh, he got he was in a Q and A session when he was uh, at. Oh wait, let me turn my volume back up. When he was asked a question about the president of the United States. High school teacher, lifelong political activist, and lifelong resident of South Carolina. I'll ask you the same question I asked. Uh, Senator Cruz, and uh, <clears throat> I'll preface it by saying Michelle Bachman, I think it was King, said that Boehner made a deal. My question is on defending this country. Thank you for what you do for national security. I'm concerned about sealing these borders and protecting the United States. I've fought that battle all my life. Thank you. And I'm losing, and it's because I'm not getting help from my Congress. And anyway, uh, Michelle Bachman Lord. and King, Get to the point, woman. in an interview on one of the stations, said that Boehner made a deal with Obama back in September to be on board <laughs> with his executive amnesty. The American people put the Republicans back in office in the House and the Senate, and the two things we asked y'all to do were shut down Obama's executive amnesty and shut down Obamacare. And you didn't, you let us down on both issues. Why is the Congress rolling over and letting this communist dictator destroy my country? Y- y'all know what he is, and I know what he is. I want oh. him out of the White House. He's not a citizen. He could have been God removed damn. a long time ago. Larry Clayman's the one that got the judge to say that the executive amnesty is illegal. Everything he does is illegal. He's trying to destroy the United States. The Congress knows this. What kind of games is the Congress of the United States playing with the citizens of the United States. Y'all need to work for us, not for the lobbyists that pay your salaries. Get on board. Well, let's stop all this and get save America. You know, what's going on, Senator Santorum? Where do we go from here? Ted told me I've got to wait now until the next election. I don't think the country will be around for the next election. Obama tried to blow up a nuke in Charleston a few months ago, and the three admirals and generals, he has... He has totally destroyed our military. He's fired all the generals and all the admirals that said they wouldn't fire on the American people if you ask them to do so. 
if he wanted to take the guns away from them. This man is a communist dictator. We need him out of that White House now. And the Congress of the United States is the only one. We've lost our Congress. We've lost our executive. Ma'am, I, I would ask you please to allow the okay, senator me, to answer, answer the, question. the question. I got your question. You, you, I got you've, made, you've made the question clear. How? Please well, let him answer. What's the question? It's okay, not a well, question. She just wanted to rant. Well, okay. First off, I, I take somewhat offense of referring it to you because I'm not a city member of the Senate, so I'm not taking blame for any of that stuff, right? I mean, they're, they're <laughs> but, but I will tell you this. You've hit on one point that I absolutely agree. This is a complete lack of leadership. The, the bottom line is that when, and, and I, I can tell you, when, when President Obama issued that executive order, I don't care what the executive order was about. When he issued an executive order or executive action that said that he's not only not going to enforce the law, but he is going to actively change that law and make new law and be able to act and force the agencies to act in, in pursuant to that law, he did something that, as you mentioned, the word tyrant comes to mind. That is not all right, the, all right. the president Enough does of this not crazy have it, That's hilarious, though. That question. Right. I knew she was going to say some crazy shit as soon as she said September. <laughs> yep. Back in September, I said, oh, shit, she winding up the crazy. Right. Woo. And they out there, and they out there hard, and those are the uh, all the people that threaten Obama and America. Right. Like, like that's that's the voice I hear when people say that. She hit that B button on that nigga. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are we doing now? And then talking about he going to answer the question. She ain't asked no goddamn question. She's just ranting. Yep. Well, can I say fuck her and have a good day? Of course, you can say. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a hundred. We was playing fuck with black people. Y'all just didn't know. That's a hundred. Just let you know, we in the segment. That's a hundred. Like, how's that a black person? Because she was like, "Well, you know what he is." Oh, it's a hundred. You could feel the racism dripping out, but I already had my fuck with black people set up. Okay, well, I'm fucked with anyway. Trinidad James went on CNN on uh, Don Lemon's show to talk about the use of the N word. Yes. <laughs> what, don't use it? Did he get some right, theme music before he started talking? You want me to play the theme music? The Did he get some? Yeah, I feel like you. I feel like you can't introduce Trinidad James. Oh, okay, I mean, without some we can play. Music. We can play that females welcome. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Trinidad James yeah. on CNN tonight, y'all. Bitch, my main bitch, my main hoe. Ain't feeling me no more. No more. Now my side bitch, my main bitch, my main hoe, ain't feeling me no more. No more. Now my side bitch, my main bitch, my main hoe, ain't feeling me no more. No more. Fuck love, it's overrated. Fellowship, now I'm reinstated. These witnesses, these bitches crazy. Let me say it again. These bitches crazy. Fuck the what? Now I'm swayzy. Fuck the twice? Now I'm swayzy. Fuck the old, you got a pregnant. Like ignorant. no more. No more. 
Trinidad Jones. No more. Trinidad James. All right. CNN. Trinidad James. So obviously that is a man that is ready to do the N-word debate. Oh, by the way, Justin, I came up with a new game. I'm going to tell everybody this. Have you ever uh, smoked a titty? <laughs> I feel like I have and maybe didn't know it. All right, what you do, what <laughs> but you, I don't know. <laughs> what you do is you wait till your wife is asleep. Oh, Lord. And, to, then, and then you take your hands smoking. like you're holding a cigarette and you put the nibble right there on, on the hand and then you... <laughs> Like that, and you suck on the titty, and then when you let it go, you you exhale like that. It's great; they love it. Oh, uh, while they sleep, though. Uh, yeah. And then when they, if they catch you, you go nah. <laughs> 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 All right, next. Uh, let's play the clip. Gold everything, and Trinidad James joins me now, exclusively. You look good. I like it. Why like Don sounds so serious? Sounds great. I want to play this for you. Sure. This is Gitan Gilbao, Bitan Gilbao. She is the house mother of SAE, and she is singing part of your song, which causes stir. Here it is. So what do you think when you see that? I mean, I honestly think that somebody's trying to be sarcastic and be a joke, play a joke on this old lady because she looks old and she looks like she's drunk. Per se, you know, and um, that's I've seen that actually two years ago when it came out, and um, I didn't say anything about it because life is just so much bigger than that, man. Mm-hmm. Life is so much bigger than that. And I really, it's very hard. It's a very rock and a hard place, and like a catch point two type of situation when it comes to dealing with racism and that particular word, mm-hmm. and when it comes to the any race, just in general. You said it's a catch twenty two. So someone like her. Why is he making so much sense and talking so proper? Because <laughs> I love this dude. Yo, he threw, he threw the best fucking boomerang ever. Don's sitting there confused right now. Don's like, He's why? not ignorant. He's very educated. Right. Why aren't you being ignorant right now? You're dressed like a fucking <laughs> leprechaun pimp. Right. A white lady who said she is repeating the lyrics of your song. And I, I debated all weekend. When I told people you were coming on, all right, let me talk to you about this. Should she be allowed? First of all, do you think she's racist? Or can yes. you judge from that short clip? I think that she, I think that she comes from racism. She's 79 years old. Mm-hmm. 79 years ago, what, whatever year that is, she has seen tons and tons and tons of racist, racist acts mm. from that. Okay. And, I mean, just going off her age and seeing that right there, I don't think that when she was doing that, she was doing it to be a protester or anything. But it tickled her because she knows where she came from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I feel Should about Should she be allowed to say that word? Should she be allowed to say it? Yeah, I should, feel that should everyone, white people, black people, all be allowed to say that word? I think that every race is always about how you're saying it. That's what life is about. I'm focused on the future. I'm focused on the youth. I'm, I'm asking you because initially people said that you defended her, right? They, they, I didn't. I didn't defend it. It's just in general. I'm not. I'm way more focused on those students on the bus. <laughs> That's what I'm. That was on. way more egregious because that hurt. But if, that she, hurt. if she's singing, let's get to this. If someone, regardless of their ethnicity, right. is singing a song that has that word in it, regardless of the ethnicity, should mm-hmm. they be allowed to do that? Well, that's a, well. See, that's the thing. They have a lot of people on TV now that 
but someone's like you can't be black and on tv unless you are anti-n-word right so they always try to frame it as like regardless of who said it rather than just be like well because he's trying to trap him into a corner where he just goes no i'm okay with black people saying it but nobody else yeah and trinidad jane is not falling for it right now mm-hmm. he's just like because he's intelligent yeah. in that don what i want to ask the world and what i want to ask all the rappers that we've been doing this forever this in general when you go to a show and you're performing your song and you're sold out you know like shots out to big sean he just sold a great album you got kendrick lamar album just dropped last night it's great the first opening line on kendrick lamar's new album is every nigga's a star mm-hmm. that's the first thing oh niggas impaired niggas impaired. Yeah. The, some of the biggest songs ever why died stumble over he couldn't even say it right. Nigg- niggas <laughs> that, that, that word oh, i want to say it so bad <laughs> so when you go to your show and you're performing i've never me personally i've never seen an artist stop the show like oh you guys can't use this word so it's just in general to to get to the nitty-gritty of the bottom of this mm-hmm. if we will have a problem with the word and it's going to continue to cause things we should eliminate the word period mm-hmm. because if we're going to use the word then people are going to use the word i want to play your song sure. right and let's listen to that and we'll talk about I think the genie's out of the bottle, but we'll talk about it. Here's your song. Oh, you see him doing his head? Yeah. Proud of that music. He wanted to smile. You know he wanted to dance. He wanted to dance so bad right there. Like, oh. <laughs> he should hit dying with it immediate. You mm-hmm. like that, don't you? Mm. <laughs> how, how does that make you feel, Don? Like when I did- oh, <laughs> oh, oh, he did. Hot oh, fire! He did. Hot fire! I mean, greatest rapper alive. Trinidad, Trinidad, Trinidad. How does Trinidad. that make you feel? Right, because he's like, I'm fine. About two years ago, I I wasn't trying to be the subversive. You know, saying the person to use for like racist acts mm-hmm. to use this song. You know, I wasn't. I not at all. Like I love everyone. Like I preach love. If you really know me, I have all type of friends: Colombian, Asian. It doesn't matter. I, I have fuck no them all now. No race. I mm-hmm. love everybody, and I treat everybody with respect. I never do you had feel a feel when you're looking at that. When you're hearing. When I look at my own song. Yeah. When you, and I you're mean, hearing that. It's art. I mean, it's art. Okay. You, this is when you ask me how I feel. Yes. I feel you get it. Right. Okay. Sometimes I feel like you're a character. Okay. Right. Doing. Because you don't dress like that all the time, right? Correct, sir. You're putting on a character, and you realize that. People at home don't always realize that. I don't think that the word should be banned. I don't want to ban anything. Right. But mm. I also think that... Lies. Right. Uh, that we bastardize the word, or we fetishize the word way too much. And I feel as African Americans, we've given... People think you're taking back the power. I think we've given the power away for that word, because how do you get mad at someone? You have to, every time someone says it, Whichever way you have to debate about how they said it, I just don't think we should use it so much. We should be more Correct. careful about when and how we use I'm it. I'm not. I'm not upset with that because, in general, I feel as when you take so much time. I'm on CNN right now. Right. Trinidad James. I would. I'm a proud. I was born in Trinidad. I love being from Trinidad. I'm a proud Trinidadian. And honestly, we don't teach racism in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. The. But I don't disregard racism here in America. I grew up. I love America. It's great. And I understand it's a part of the culture, but I honestly feel mm. that this conversation right now is for the youth and the future because those are the people who I want to help them to realize that, man, you shouldn't think like that. Like those kids on the bus, 
I don't care about that old lady. Because she's an old lady. Yeah. I know old black women who sing <laughs> terrible things. I feel you. I know old black women who sing that song. If they're singing your song, they're going to say the word. And, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's so whatever. You know, like, that's that. I, you can't tell old people what to do. But the, young, the youth, what I care about the most, I honestly feel that I need them to understand mm -hmm. that it's a way that you need to care and treat each other. And get that racist stigma out of your out of your head. It's like a chip that you get put in your back when you're a kid in social studies class in sixth grade. Yeah, you know? we're not done. We're not done. Right. Don't go anywhere. Do you guys want me to read this, or we're just going to come back back? We're going to talk. We'll be right back. Hey. Yeah. He switched his how he speaks to people so fast when they're in their face, and they mm -hmm. can put hands on them. Because it's different to talk shit about rap and all this stuff he was saying the last time uh, mm -hmm. you was playing this clip. Um, when he was discussing rap and all the other stuff, when Trinidad not in the room, yeah. you know what I mean. But now that Trinidad in the room, he got to change up. Yep. Yeah, and also I think that they keep people invite people get him on there thinking he's gonna be ignorant because a lot of them just hear the music and they don't realize he's very smart and intelligent person. Now, it's, Justin, what he's not Charles Barkley, right? No. <laughs> now, Justin, what would you rather do, Baller Alert or Guest Race? Because I know you gotta go a little bit. Ah, ah. Let's do Baller Alert. All right, man. That, that was so good last week. All right. Let's get to uh, Baller Alert. Let me uh, get my intro song here. Uh, Two Chains. so good. I mean, not Two Chains. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know I'm looking for a five-star chick. Five-star. Five-star just like the ratings on the show. ITunes people, five star for the black guy who took. Gotta hit up 12 bars, Gucci got my nine cars. We don't call them guys no more on that. We call them five stars, five star nigga. That's a five star click. That's a 645. That's that new M6. Get a bill, get a half, it might even pay a rent. And the way she gave it to me, best money I ever spent. I, I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her when I keep her unless she is fly. Your man is a she loves me that she loves you that all my bitches love me we can find a all right justin I'll let you pick. Here are your choices. Beware of the pseudo baller. Are you knowingly dating a deadbeat, the deadbeat enabler by Dover Giovanni? Finding love on the World Wide Web. Groupie tales, Trey songs at Club Perfection. Is that Club Perfection here in Charlotte? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I guess I had to click to find out. And lastly, don't know who this girl is, but here's her groupie story. Uh, give me, give me Trey songs. All right, he made a whole album about fucking. I feel like this might be good, Mister Steel Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, all right, we got another groovy tale in, and this one is a little more recent. Uh, this is my girl editorializing eleven eight. Uh, I've heard a lot of Trey stories, and I'll just leave this right here. 
Disclaimer, group tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot <laughs> confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Hello. I have a great tale of me and Trey Songs about three weeks ago at Club Perfections here in New York. Mm-hmm. Well, to begin, I, I didn't want to go to the strip club that night because I knew they were having a party for Tahiri. And she's pretty frequent to me. So I was going to just stay home and drink with friends. What does pretty frequent mean? Is that like new slang for somebody being basic? I like that. I like that. I felt like spell check just stepped in and corrected something for (laughs) She was trying to say freaky or something? Freaky, yep. Well, a stripper friend of mine texted and told me Trey and some other people were coming by the club. And they were just told that from the owners and staff. Well, I got up and got dressed because, of course, if Trey is in the building, I want some of that. Oh, Lord. I go to the club around here, and he was there with a bunch of women and ass surrounding him, of course. I walked by him, and like a dog, he sniffed and was on me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Is her ass that big? Yeah. God, that well, sounds like. This is like, you might need to get checked out by a doctor. <laughs> and walk by, and he can sniff it? <laughs> mm I ain't never, I mean, look, I, I ain't never met one. I was like, you smell that? <laughs> <clears throat> That's why I hate goddamn dogs. I'm sorry. They they do sniff you like that. Like as a female, they sniff you even like. Nah, I'm talking about mean. just smelling in the air. <laughs> like somebody walked by five feet away and you smell on like Indian food. Oh, well then you Somebody microwaving some fish or is that bitch in fine? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a bitch in heat around here yeah. and i'm not talking about there's no dog right. <laughs> yeah, you might need some water no disrespect ladies women history i got to the club around 1 a.m he was there with a bunch of okay yeah so he sniffed and he was on me he had his bodyguard get my attention we talked a bit hey i feel like when she said yeah bodyguard get my attention <laughs> He just walked up and put like a big ass hand on her neck or something. <laughs> like so, something not cool, but then she made it sound like it was real casual. Of course, cause body guys don't give a fuck. He grabbed my arm and said, hey bitch. Um, we talked a bit. <laughs> I felt him up. He did the same. And he asked me, he asked to come chill with me to come chill with him straight up that night. I'm not dumb. I knew what that meant. Damn, she figured out the code, Justin. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> the, hey, Steve Harvey books. Actually, aren't working. So this is actually okay. Next, they're going to find out Netflix really means fucking. <laughs> oh, no. What uh, they going to do when we say, can I buy you a drink? Right. If they figure that one out, we done. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, wonder if, I wonder if uh, maybe we should come out with a book that says that. Like, we can make chapters out of stuff like that. I yeah. wish they would figure out other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you code for you can't stay the night meaning. So you want me to call you a cab? Right. I mean, bitch, you can't stay tonight. Yeah. Code for, uh, you know, uh, I thought you said you was a freak, mean juggle the balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, yeah. What happened to the grapefruit method? Right. You don't want to come out and just say it, but, you know, like, you just going to play with it? That's, that means put it all in your mouth. Yeah. Come on, man. I, I, hope, I hope y'all know that if three drinks mean anal. Right. Just, oh, Lord. Especially if they didn't like cosmopolitanism and expensive drinks. Yeah, or if, or if I get a bottle, mm-hmm. if I got bottle service and you sipping on it, it mean anal. I, somebody, I don't know should, somebody should invent a, a nightclub where that's on the receipt. <laughs> so, like, it's just in the menu so that it, you don't have to have an uncomfortable conversation at the end of the night about how much oh, money Lord. you spent. You know, you just, I mean, now a lot of women won't go there. It, but, but the women that do, they going to be down. You yep. know what I'm saying? 
It'd be so, a lot of <laughs> so if I get a cheeseburger, it's just I know I get a ride home. Right. We call it club permission. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but like, and then this gonna be the only club where niggas want to spend money. Like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna get the lost dog. Oh, she got the lost dog. <laughs> oh, oh lord. Yeah. If I get the surf and turf. Oh, uh, oh, that's I'll get two bitches. <laughs> <laughs> get another woman in here. <laughs> Fred coming over. Right. <laughs> Niggas gonna be in there encouraged. They're gonna be trying to upsell for the, the you don't even need a waiter. They're gonna be upselling for them. Sure I think I just I'm just not that hungry. I might get a salad. No, no, girl, girl, get you a steak. I don't want you riding the bus home. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know a salad just walk you to the front door of the club? You know this. Um uh, so she said uh in the club, I mean in the car. With, while all his people were there, he tried to put his hand up my dress. I let him rub on me a little. <laughs> she, I thought she was about to say, she's like, no. <laughs> but then he tried to pull a finger, a full on finger me. And with others there, I pushed his hands away at that point. We got to the hotel and he asked if I wanted a drink. I replied, yes. Uh, you know, I feel like when she said full on finger, I think she meant use multiple fingers. Yeah, definitely. Because he definitely already had one. He already had one finger in there. He tried to slip it the whole seven digits. (laughs) He was trying to make sure it was shaved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ah! Uh, Bubble for days. Uh, I replied yes uh, when he asked that I want a drink. We had some small talk and he literally cut me off and said, was I ready to get fucked? <laughs> These niggas be so disrespectful. What is it like to have this much money? Because in my mind, I can't imagine ever talking to a woman like this. Like, what? She's talking to me mid-sense. It's like, so uh, what you trying to get into? Well, you know, I have to go to school tomorrow. You trying to fuck? All right, because they really don't, get, they don't care what you're talking about, bitch. My response depends on when this story was posted. Mm, this was posted February 2017. Oh, shit. Hey, Black History Month. I respect the fuck out of this dude right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them hoes know. Like, look, right. I ain't about these games. You trying to fuck or what? <laughs> Why waste time? I let you have some of the bottle service. I done fingered it. Mm-hmm. I smelled you coming. As soon as you came in the door, I smelled it. No, I had to have it. We're going to get that checked out. Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> I don't understand how he could do it. I'm saying I can't relate to that mentality because my life never been like this. Right. Like, I've never been the kind of dude that'd be like... Oh, bitches is like buses. You, you don't catch one, another one be by in 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, to me, I'd be like, oh, she went home with me. I'm going to hold hands and skip to the door. Oh, Lord. You'll be Let a me sucker. carry you across the threshold like a princess. Hey. Um, But he was just like, shut the fuck up. You want some dick in your mouth? She was like, yes, please. He was like, and this will be track number three on my next album. <laughs> yeah, dude, by the way, Chicken you know. You know how I know I'm right? Because I guarantee the first time you fuck a groupie is nothing like the, the 75th time. Correct. Like, this is when you fuck so many groupies, you just like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> but, but you know, this first time he probably was like, oh, that's cool. So what school do you go to? <laughs> oh, hey, what, what, are, what courses are you taking now? Like no small talk. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, <laughs> if, if you don't mind, I mean, pardon me. Uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> if you would ever be so kind and then by the, the time you fuck like 50 groups it's like take your drawers off now Look, he interrupted her mid-sentence she was probably talk, commenting on you know this is really nice he didn't uh, outfit you got on shut the fuck up he was like my, <laughs> my, my fucking di- right 
Right. My dick drive. What is we talking about? <laughs> they was in a limo with his friends and he just threw his fingers in her pussy, man. But you know why? And you know she was probably talking to somebody like, girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. Uh, Idris Elba was looking good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> come on, calm here? down. Tra- right. Hey, I guarantee you he was like, I got to see because if we make it back to the hotel room and she's tried this, I ain't. I thought we was just going to watch a movie and talk, right. get to know each other. He got to find out now. Oh, you right. You know what I mean? You he right. got to find out. But now. I bet his first groupie, they probably didn't even have sex. They probably watched. <laughs> probably didn't. They probably watched uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, they she probably really real did watch number. Netflix. Yeah, she got his real phone number. They, <laughs> free, they still friends on Facebook. Not, not to burn the phone. Yeah, by 75th groupie, you just like, here's my dick. What's wrong with you? Work it. What is that life like? Right. Just get to the hotel room, pull your pants down, helicopter your dick. Like, you do it. Ah. At, at what number did he get to that, though? Like, was it three? Was yeah. it ten? Yeah, was it two? That's what I'm saying. I, it will be. It, someone need to write a book about, like, the groupie progression. Because I know number one is not not where you do it. And I know it's not, like, number four. It's It's like... Once you get to like groupie twenty is when you like I'm just gonna disrespect the shit out this girl. Yep, I'm gonna cut her off mid sentence and say, "Are you trying to fuck or what?" And if she ain't down, she leaving. That just be the end of it. Like, yeah, but I'm saying it takes a certain amount of time, Karen, before you get to that mentality. Correct. It's not groupie one. Mm-mm. Groupie one, you still like I can't believe I'm about to get that groupie. Jay wrote a song about it. He was like something. He was like you know buy you some snacks or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate hard I hard dick and bubble gum. I hate I can't remember the exact lyrics, but he mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, no, like no, no Debbie cakes." I think it was the one where he was joking, him mm-hmm. and Miss Bleak and uh, Missy Elliott. I think it was oh, on that one. Oh, is that your chick? Yep. Uh, anyway, he says he's so vulgar, and I loved it. Look at that. Well, of course you on on ball yeah. no Ladies, when I tell you the man fuck you like he's making love to a woman he has been with for years, oh my god. His dick was huge, long and succulent. Now see, she didn't do succulent. The, she didn't do the lymph test with her hand. I don't feel like she's a real. Uh, she might be lying. Like hey, some of these. You know what else though? What if fuck? What if he said he makes love like a woman he's been with, with for years? It's like him just laying there. <laughs> it's like I hate you. I hate your mother. You're the worst person in the world. Well, like her. If we only got four minutes in between this commercial break. <laughs> yeah, the kids. The kids getting up. Leno's coming on. Come on. Succulent. Yeah, he had a long succulent dick. Three descriptions. She decided to like a some steak. Uh, he loves head and hitting it from the back. He did everything you can imagine to me that night. Ooh, they didn't crack that code. <laughs> long strokes, eating my nana. Thick, whoa, now I am surprised by that. Right, especially when you can smell it. Yeah, that's very rare. Don't eat the nana. Yeah, that's very rare. Uh, fingers in places I never tried before. He is rough and loves to talk shit while fucking. Her ears? Because I feel like she's had a finger. <laughs> finger in her, her ears. Nose. Her nose. I feel like she had a finger yeah, in her ass. Yeah. these extra hoes? <laughs> she, he found the fifth hole. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that one. <laughs> it's right. It's between the armpit on the right arm. Very kinky right. like that. And he even ran my bath water for me. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is wonderful oh I, he read the hotel bath what anyway oh and i spent the night i got up the next morning early because i he had some gone. things to do and he was gone so did he, so, yeah, he was so did he she woke up when he was getting dressed mm, he woke her up the hotel bill was it for her 
<laughs> He's like, all right, man, take care of this bill. You got some good dick. You're welcome. We exchanged, we exchanged numbers. Hopefully when he comes back to New York, he will get at me. Mm-mm. I need that again. And soon his body, tongue, lips, hands, everything is amazing on him. Um, so we gotta go to the comments real quick. Uh, Nala says, boo, she's whack. She left all the good details out. Shelly says, Trey is quick to eat the coochie, ain't he? <laughs> right. And Power Woman, a.k.a. Spicy, said, LOL is Shelly. Creative B says, why all his groupie tales sound like it's written by the same person that's always praising his skills? I'm just saying, LOL. Maybe <laughs> paying attention. He got somebody on the blog site. <laughs> he paid mm-hmm. somebody. You got to figure that somebody need to do that, right? <laughs> oh, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they do. I mean, it seemed like a smart move at this point would be to just pay somebody to be like oh can you go out there and like tell everybody my dick is the best in the world yep uh yeah just about three posts a day that's all just mm-hmm. not too many um uh tawny baby says right 11 8 says i've heard a few stories from women who have claimed to have had relations with trey all of them say good things well except one who claims he'd be blowing up her phone girl bye lol <laughs> frostbite me says eh this sounds too generic to be true Denise says, I believe it. All the tales I've heard say he's the bomb, so cheers to him. I believe it. Messi says, I believe it. He seems like he's really into sex, like he aims to please. Her name, Messi? M-E-S-E. And Miss Good says, he's gay. (laughs) 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 I came out the blue. Uh, Glamazon said, LOL and Miss Good. Somebody didn't get a call back. <laughs> so Luscious says, I know quite a few ladies who have met and experienced Trey songs, but I don't get the fascination. To me, he looks like an adorable boy, not a fine, sexy, grown ass man. Olivia Adebi says, I can't speak for anyone else, but I despise whoever this woman is. Why put your dirty laundry out? That's why they don't respect us. Why kid? <laughs> she got respectability <laughs> politics of groupies. <laughs> right. She said us. Right. They don't respect us for now, sucking a dick. Now, see, she got rules. We know. We already know she got a G-code. Like, you got to fly mm-hmm. me out, all that other shit. That's probably why she's still, uh, you know, single. And tell me why, and tell, and tell what, wait, and why kiss and tell, and was it that damn good you will never be his wife? Maybe you should work towards that, then just spilling your guts, fool. I know people that know him. We have mutual friends from VA. Not You're not the only one. Don't feel special. Damn, you hating ass motherfucker. Uh, 118 says, at Olivia, you might be new. It's a groupie tale. We have tons of them here. You should, <laughs> you should do a search. Pop some popcorn to get a good read out of it. <laughs> right. She's like, calm down. Yeah, get that old bitch out the club. Yeah, fucking everything up. Not that dance like Mary J. Blige. Hating ass. Yeah, sitting up that bitter like Mary J. Blige dancing alone. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Dimple says, sounds like what anybody would expect from him, Mr. Invented Sex. Trey Songs also remind me of Adorable Boy, but over the last couple of years, he been getting this sexy on. Slim G says, I imagine him to be like this. He appears to know what a woman needs and how she needs it sexually. Desiree says, well, his reputation is on the line, so I guess Trey is fucking like his image dependent on it. <laughs> Baby Doll says, I know I'm getting old because tales of getting dick and some bubble gum leaves me like, bitch, why? Oh, Lord. <laughs> this should be wet pussy dry purse tales, LOL. <laughs> Cute for her, though. Shade. I love that part. <laughs> Cute for her, though. Mm, that's good. His addictions. Uh, <laughs> that's so good and petty, right? Her. 
This so petty. This, <laughs> good, good for you. She gave her a, a backhanded compliment. Yeah. That was so like, on the head like, I'm a better, dog. I'm a better groupie than you. Right. <laughs> but you know, good. Let's try. A minimum getting a purse out of it. His addiction says, why are these comments from 2012? Or am I tripping? This one isn't recent. Um, last page of comments. Uh, Baller Alert says, at his addiction, a lot of our blogs are timeless, so we will refeature them because we have newbies joining every day. This blog, by no means, is time sensitive. Keita J says, girl say, uh, who said she, she, she wasn't down with the drop hers. E. Lynn says, why am I now going to be thinking about this every time I look at him tomorrow? LOL. His addiction says, okay, got it. And Latoya Watson says, well, damn, Trey. She say every time she look at him like they a couple now. Right. Okay. Yeah, she gonna be getting told to shut the fuck up too. All right. Justin, you uh, getting ready to head out? Yeah. All right, man. Um, we'll take a slight interlude, and, uh, and then we'll do some guests to race. Um, let Karen walk Justin Peace out. Peace out, y'all. Hey, man. It was fun, dog. I appreciate you. I had a great time. Um, I'll play some music for everybody or something. Uh, let's play some of this uh, Kendrick Lamar. Like that. We should never pay, we should never pay. Niggas money, go 
Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this then. It's time to play the game because I think we already been fucked with. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So let's get to the game everybody came to see. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All right. Uh, Today's Guess the Race is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is for people that are like you and me. That might not have the most cooperative hair in the world, but that doesn't mean you deserve to get razor bumps. Nope. In a world where all the shaving systems seem to be designed for the majority, for people that, you know, have that, 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 that good hair, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your hair? What about your curly hair? Is your hair not good? Ain't I a good, uh, hair? You know what I'm saying? As it would say. Um, but, uh, it's, it's basically like a haircut system where you can shave, uh, you know, your beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes with a razor. Uh, yeah, it works with your natural hair growth. A safety razor for those that need it, you know. So in case you're a little intimidated, maybe you've been using the, uh, clippers your whole life, getting those razor bumps from the clippers. I mean, think about this. When you get your hair cut with clippers, they gotta like s- put all the stuff in solution and stuff. Why? Because cutting below your skin, you can get infections and all this oh. stuff. Wouldn't you like a carefree system? Is it like system? a safety net, the safety razor? A safety net? What do you mean? Well, it just keeps you from getting cut. Okay. For one. And then the razor doesn't cut below the skin anyway. So it's not okay. designed for that. So you don't have that itching. You don't have to worry about cutting yourself. Um, it comes with all types of oils, priming oil, shaving cream, restoring balm, shaving brush, blades. I mean, it's, it's the bomb, man. It really is a great kit. I use it still. I use the first kit that I got. Um, and like I said, still haven't gotten razor bumps, still haven't had irritation to my skin, no discoloration. Um, I think everybody should do it. It's a product that is designed for people with sensitive skin. Um, you don't necessarily have to be black or even a minority, but if you're getting these bumps and you're getting irritated, look, maybe what you're using is designed for you. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you don't need to be drying your skin out. Maybe you don't need to be uh, putting stuff, you know, walking around looking weird. Try Bevel, man. I would do it. Right now, you can get 20% off using code TBGWT at GetBevel.com. I think you should try it. You owe it to yourself. Yes, you do. Don't just keep repeating the same pattern. I know I was doing the same thing because I didn't know any better. I wish I'd known about Bevel a long time ago. Hey, your, your neck will never regret it. Uh, your shave game will never regret it. Your, the people that love you won't regret it. Your woman won't regret it. Not having to touch your nasty, funky neck. Right. And just the embarrassment of it, too. Right. So Don't you miss necking? So go uh, uh-huh. go to G- getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com com code tbgwt all right now let's get racist um let's go with uh let's go with this one stamford uh connecticut shout out to leonard brothers uh a lot of stuff's been happening at mcdonald's lately oh yep 
Something happened at a McDonald's up in Stanford. And police say they vigorously searched for the two suspects in the murder of 52-year-old Antonio Morales. They say they scoured hours of surveillance video and, of course, interviewed witnesses. Now, today they say this is a big win for justice. But they also said there is another suspect on the loose, and they recognize that a family is going through a great tragedy. That was Antonio's machine. At Green Mountain Products in Norwalk, one machine has stopped buzzing. They all started bawling. It was terrible. A warehouse gone silent. Employees for the chainsaw manufacturing company say an integral family member is gone. He was like a son to the owner. He was my best friend. He's family. That's the best way to put it. 52-year-old Antonio Morales, a machinist and warehouse manager at Green Mountain, was brutally attacked last week. And on Monday, this New Haven man, 22-year-old James McLam, stood before a judge charged with Morales' murder. Our condolences to the Morales family. At a news conference before Morales' family, police described the scene. They say last Wednesday evening, the Stanford resident and Guatemalan native was getting a cup of coffee at this busy McDonald's when he innocently spilled his coffee near McLam and a 15-year-old. Looks like there was a little bump um, down down between these two people. Looks like the victim tried to apologize um, to get away from these guys. What happened next, police say, was ruthless. McLam and the teen taunted <coughs> Morales, poked at him with a stick beat him, and then stabbed him in the heart. Uh, the juvenile was actually the aggressor that did the stabbing. That 15-year-old is now being held in a juvenile detention center, also on a murder charge. God damn, over a hot cup of now, coffee? It is possible that the 15-year-old could be charged as an adult. As for McLam, he was slapped with a $2 million bond. And I did tell you about that uh, other suspect who's still on the loose. Police say they believe they know who it is, and they are closing in. We're live here in Stanford, Louisa Moeller, Fox. That's right. McDonald's coffee will have a slogan about talking about violence. They, 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 they won't be doing race relations in McDonald's, then, will they? Not in Stanford, Connecticut, they won't be. Uh, let's see. Guess the race, everybody. Uh, the chat room, Princess Six says $2 million bond, black. And Princess is the only one not watching Empire right now because that's the only person that guessed so far. <laughs> it might be a delay also. Uh, spilled it on my Yeezys black. Isn't that where they make Maury black, Stanford? One oh, who no. didn't want the coffee to spill on him because he didn't want anything to do with being brown, white. One who comes from a long line of SAE. Well, it's funny. It's split down the middle here. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is black. And a couple of you guys also missed it. Mm-hmm. If your customers can't get along, what do you think happened with the employees? Yeah, man. Stabbed that dude in the heart Ooh. over a spilled coffee. Right. And the man probably was like, my bad. I'm sorry. He was like, no, you're going to pay with this with your life. Don't cry over spilled coffee is what I always say. Please don't. A man in a Darth Vader mask robbed a North Carolina bank at gunpoint. A man wearing a Darth Vader mask and dark clothing robbed a Pineville, North Carolina bank. Oh, Lord. You think he came in there. Psh, psh, psh. 
That robbery happened here at the State Employees Federal Credit Union on Pineville Matthews Road around 11.45 yesterday morning. What the robber was wearing and what he was holding is what makes this so strange. He was dressed in all black and wearing a Darth Vader mask. He walked into the bank, pointed what looked like a rifle across the counter and demanded cash. He leave his uh-huh. lightsaber at home? Uh, apparently so. The force must have been off today. It's a tough day when you leave your lightsaber at the crib. Oh, God. <sighs> right. No, I'm not breathing. I'm sighing. A teller handed it over as no one was hurt. Then the man left in this vehicle that police say was a four-door gray Chevy Suburban. Now, bear in mind, all of this happened around lunchtime, and police say there were customers inside as well as employees. They say this is very serious. Police described the masked man as a black male, five foot five inches tall. Ah, fuck. Why would they get a description? Son of a bitch. Right. Why did they do that? Ah, bitch. All right, well, they ruined Guess the Race. Right, because they told you the race. Yeah. Well, pray that he doesn't change the deal any further. Um, We'll do another one then. How about um, this one? Uh, I have a picture with this one. All right. Uh, Grafton, New Delaware. Wait, North Dakota, New Delaware. Grafton, North Dakota. A North Dakota woman is accused of locking four young children into a dog cage in the basement of their home. Oh. 23-year-old Jordan McKay Nelson placed the children in a cage and turned the lights off as punishment. Oh, they were packed in there. Four kids in the cage? Court documents say the children were held under terrorizing conditions. At least one of the children was forced to eat dog food, which made them vomit. The children are between the ages of five and nine. During an interview, one boy drew a picture of himself in the kennel with the words, help me. The complaint says Nelson is also in a relationship with the children's biological mother. Nelson is charged with four counts of felony abuse and neglect of a child and felonious restraint. She was released on bond in order to stay away from the children. Guess the race of Jordan McKay Nelson. And I guess she's lesbian. I'm surprised uh, Republicans didn't step up and say bad shit about. Um, right. Yeah. Somebody was like, you can't be Vader at Cadet at five foot five. Um, I thought it was the dude from Spaceballs. Maybe it was Rick Moranis. Yeah, he was a short one. Yeah. Um, let's see. White says to Jeezy. Um, not getting a lot of guesses out yeah, here. Let's see. White says Elliot. Bad delay. Yeah, the delay must be crazy. White says Spacely. The correct answer is... Curly Devil White, the correct answer is white. <laughs> uh, if those kids were actually dolls, they would have never been in cages white. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right, let's go to the bonus round. Where's my bonus music? <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the racism, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place, but we're going to see if they can finish the streak out strong. Let's see. All right. Um, how about um, uh, this one? 
Oh, wait, no, not this one. Uh, all right. We've all have, we all have sinned. Wife of Baptist preacher defends her work at an abortion clinic. The wife of a Baptist preacher in Montgomery defended herself over the weekend against criticism that she should not work at an abortion clinic. I feel that we have all sinned, Callie Chapman, a certified medical technician at Reproductive Health Services in Montgomery, told the Christian Post on Sunday. None of us are perfect. No sin is greater than any other sin. I don't know why other than that's the only decision having an abortion that a woman could make. That's her right to make that decision because that's her body. Mm. Chapman is the wife of New Elam Baptist Church Pastor Lewis Chapman, the Christian Post reported. David Day Sr., a mission service corps missionary with the North American Mission Board, last week posted a YouTube video. He showed Pastor Chapman dropping off his wife to work at the clinic. Oh, so they got exposed. Sadly, this is a Montgomery pastor dropping his wife who works at the uh, abortuary here in Montgomery. Uh, Day wrote in his description of the video, we have spoken to her often and the only response we get is that God forgives and we are not to judge. Her husband is the pastor of New England Baptist Church. Her son works here as well as the security. The Christian Post said it spoke to a representative of Reproductive Services who asked not to be identified, who confirmed that Callie Chapman works at the clinic once a week. She only comes in one day a week when we have procedures, when we have procedures. Chapman told the Christian Post that she does not judge clients of the clinic. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm there to let them know that God is a forgiving God and he will forgive them of their sin, just like he forgives us every day for sin. She also said her husband had no objections to her work at the clinic and said of her critics, you know what? The activists need to get their lives together. When they become sin free, then you can call me back. Mm. Guess the race of Callie Chapman. Let's check the chat room. Like the cut of her jib. A uh, white woman who should start naming names if they don't if they don't leave her alone. Right. Be like, oh, you know what? Your wife was in here too. Right. It's hard out there for a pastor white. Biggest hat in the church, black. Callie, white. Black church don't play that, says Princess Six. White woman who must be new here. Privilege goes only so far in that world. The correct answer is, and most of you, absolutely missed it black some of you did get it She was a black woman. Shout out to her. I like that. Right. Because honestly, my opinion, that's what ministry is about. Not you judging and condemning and pointing fingers and acting like you're perfect. Like she is like, I'm about ministry. What what, what are y'all doing with y'all lives? Mm-hmm. She got them up out of her business. And that's good. I like that she wasn't scared, man. People got to stop being scared of these over the irrational people good people can't always lose man right you know i like when people fight for for shit when they know they're right man it's okay to be like yo i'm right you're wrong there's no reason we can't minister to people that have had abortions and all this stuff you're supposed to go where the people are you know if that's what you believe 
Correct. And don't just go there and judge them and make them feel bad. Right. That's a lot of, that's the only reason a lot of people are into religion is for that superiority feeling. Correct. Acting like Father Gabe. Uh, anyway, uh, last segment of the show, we need to talk about the sore ratchetness. All right. Kingsbury, a Kingsbury man was charged with two felonies Saturday for allegedly threatening a woman with a sword and holding her against her will. According to police, Joseph K. Birini, 36 of Route 4, was charged with third degree criminal possession of a weapon and first degree unlawful imprisonment, both felonies and misdemeanor menacing, according to Washington County Sheriff's Office. He is accused of threatening a female acquaintance with a sword one day late last month. Police said police learned of the threat when investigating a complaint that Birini choked her late Friday uh, or early Saturday. Birini was charged with misdemeanor counts of criminal obstruction of breathing and third degree assault for that incident. He was arraigned and sent to Washington County Jail for lack of bail. Man, holding a woman against her will with a sword. Isn't that crazy, y'all? Yes, it is. The hell is wrong with people? Mm-hmm. That's not all. Oh, that's not all? Yeah, that's another story. Gold Coast man stabbed with a samurai sword in a home invasion. Isn't this sad? Good evening and thanks for joining us. A man is in a serious condition in hospital after being stabbed with a samurai sword on the Gold Coast. Police say what started as a trivial argument quickly became ugly. Stabbed and in a serious condition, a 40-year-old man receives treatment after coming off second best in an early morning altercation. His 29-year-old female accomplice detained and eventually arrested resists as police take her away. It's believed they were in a group of at least three who'd arrived at this bundle property around 5am, becoming involved in a fight with the 39-year-old resident. We know they're associated, obviously. It's an incident that... That's a nice house, by the way. Beautiful. ...has uh, evolved over the night. He suffered a superficial head wound, but the intruder fared much worse, stabbed with a samurai sword. He's received a wound to the arm and onto the chest. Uh, it's uh, one wound. The group left the home, stumbling a few hundred metres down the road. It's here police blocked off Wildwood Court, spending all day collecting evidence at both crime scenes. We've got a police incident on our front doorstep and it's not the sort of thing you want to wake up to. It has been very quiet and very nice street. I love this street because nothing happened. The 39-year-old was treated briefly at Rabina Hospital and has been released by police. The 40-year-old stab victim remains at the Gold Coast University Hospital in a serious but stable condition. Live now to Joel Dry. Joel, what has the woman been charged with? What the hell is wrong with this reporter? He's just sitting here. He must not know he live. They let this... They kept this this way? Well, Darren, that 29-year-old has been charged with ah! one count each of... Why didn't they just cut the 10 seconds of dead air out? Right. Anyway. 
to dwelling with intent to commit an indictable offence in company and assault occasioning bodily harm in company. Now, she will front a Gold Coast magistrate tomorrow morning here at the Southport Courthouse, but police have not ruled out laying further charges in relation to this morning's incident. In particular, they'll be very keen to talk to the 40-year-old man. They have not been able to interview him as yet as he continues to recover from those injuries sustained from that run-in with the samurai sword. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> Run in. All right, guys, we'll be back uh, Saturday for a feedback show. Um, until then, uh, go to Bevel um, and check us out on iTunes. Um, uh, the best of Rod and Karen. Um, Karen, mm-hmm. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.